been waiting for this day for a long time. Oh, boy! Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Disney Underground, your experimental podcast of tomorrow. I'm your host, Gene. It's April 12th, 2021, and this is episode 32. We want to thank you in advance for taking this magical journey with us today, and we have a big show. It's April, so it's Autism Awareness Month, so we wanted to do a show to honor that. And uh, so we have a special guest on the show today, YouTube sensation Joey from It's Joey's World. So, and then for this week's topic talk, we thought it'd be a great chance to talk about and give some tips to families trying to do Disney vacations with a special needs family member. So we're going to be talking about that. And uh, we also are going to have another edition of the Disney Dollar Game, a ton of Disney news and more. But first, let's uh, do my favorite part of the show. The Disney Underground Roll Call. Let's start with one half of the besteners of the Midwesterners, Dan. Hi ho! Well, Gene, and all you people at home that can't see, I'm wearing this just for Gene. My Country Bears shirt. (laughs) Country Bears Magic Band is on. Look at at that. He's he's coming. He's coming for Gene today, boy. Yeah. So I'm doing fine, Gene. I gotta be honest. That T-shirt makes me nauseous. I think it's a disgrace to T-shirts everywhere. (laughs) <laughs> and I feel bad for the bear community because of the country bears. The bear community. <laughs> I, I was telling Sam, this is actually not a great shirt because this is one of those older Disney shirts that were kind of too thick. Uncomfortable. They're not stitched right and they don't fit quite right. So yeah. I'm wearing it anyway. He is literally wearing an uncomfortable shirt just to, <laughs> just to spite me and himself at the same time. Yeah. It shows you how much he really wants to uh, annoy the hell out of you. <laughs> I gotta, t- I gotta, I gotta be honest. If there's one thing I respect, and this is spite, I respect spite. Absolutely. So, so you know what? Is there anything else? <laughs> bravo, Dan. <laughs> I gotta tell you, it, it, listen, bravo, Dan. It, I gotta, I'll tell you what, what my next, what my next big purchase is gonna be though. Okay. I, I, I gotta get a a shirt with Big Al's face on it with a with those red like Ghostbusters the cross things through it so like or an X big red X over Big Al's face I like that you call that a Ghostbuster <laughs> hey, what is that what is that thing you know what I'm talking about like the not no smoking sign but yes, I know what you're talking about that red circle with the slash through it yeah that but with Big Al I thought you were gonna make like a bonfire and throw it in there or something I have one right now I could send you I you know what I I, I mean actually you. it's not Big Al it's you know fine fish but you know, <laughs> same thing. Same thing. <laughs> I want to burn more Big Al shirts than Cleveland Bert LeBron James jerseys back in 08, oh, 09. Good so. luck finding them. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's uh, let's get before we get into uh, the rest of the stuff. Let's also say hello to to Joey and Sam. Hello, everyone. From sunny hey. Miami. Hey, yeah, it is sunny. It is. It's actually getting blazing hot. I'm not going to get into that today, <laughs> just because you know. I'm, I mean, I'm sure, honestly, but I'm sure the temp's probably pretty normal for you guys. And there he goes. So- <laughs> I tell you what, though, it feels it does feel a little weird not having Steph here. It does, right? It does. You know, it's a little odd because if you think about it, usually Steph's here and Sammy's not. I know. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. And, and now Sam's the only girl. 
<laughs> All right. Well, listen, let's get into um, let's get into our sponsor. The Disney Underground is proudly brought to you by Magical Travel by Brian. Contact Brian to help you book your next vacation. Magical Travel by Brian can help you not only book your next Disney vacation, but much more. Brian can help you book Universal Studios vacations, all-inclusive Caribbean resorts, cruises, corporate events, even destination weddings, even Disney destination weddings. They're going to get you the best possible price on your trip, and that's a promise. And you know what the best part is, Dan? What's the best part of their services? The best part is it's free. That's right. They're completely free. It's a no-brainer. doesn't cost a cent. So for more information, reach out to Magical Travels by Brian. You can check them out on their website, www.magicaltravelbybrian.com, or you can email them at brian at magicaltravel.com, and you can reach them by phone, 1-800-883-1535, extension 55. And Brian is spelled B-R-I-A-N. All right, guys? So let's kick it over to Joey and Sam for the news. What do you guys got in the news? Well, the Orangeo Land Company has finally released the concept art and the new name for the new hotel being built at the Tokyo Disney Resort. The new hotel will be named the Toy Story Hotel, and it will consist of 595 guest rooms on 11 above-ground floors and one basement. The Toy Story Hotel will open as planned later this year, and it will be the first moderate-class hotel at the Tokyo Disneyland Resort. I'm so jealous. I want to go. I know. That sounds so cool. I, I, has anyone cool. seen any of the the, uh, the concept art for it yet? I haven't. I, do. I have not. So, all right. So, what else we got? So, if you're in the market for a new pair of sunglasses, which I'm, I always am, then you should stop over at Sunglasses Hut Island Supply Stands at Magic Kingdom. You can now find a pair of Mickey Mouse Ray-Bans that are only sold at Walt Disney World for $219. The new glasses come in either black or clear frames, and the temple feature Mickey's many expressions in black and white. But you know what's so ironic? I actually, when I was down there last time when I saw you guys, uh-huh. I actually bought these this exact pair. I actually have them. Really? Yeah, I bought them when I was down there. Is that funny? The clear or the black? I got the black. I haven't I haven't worn them yet because I have to get prescriptions for them, and I'm actually going on a week from Tuesday to get my prescriptions. A week from tomorrow to get my prescription, so that way I can actually wear them. But oh, that's I, pretty cool. Yeah, but I actually bought them. I really like them a lot. They're nice. See, for me, I lose my glasses a lot. Or I sit on them. Yes, exactly. Something. So for me, $219 on glasses, I probably wouldn't spend because I'm a disaster. I would sit on, I would, it would break within. Yeah. I feel like they should have like, not that it would be sport, but a sport edition, like 50 bucks. And that would be kind of that every day, do whatever you want. Just at least so the Ray-Bans out there, it has the same look and feel, but obviously not, you know, it's just lower quality in the line. I agree. Well, big timers like myself get these kinds of sunglasses, but we also <laughs> got a price tag like that, Gene. It's just rough pumpkins for me. So, but, but you know what it was with actually with the sunglasses, all, all kind of side. I actually, because I had the DVC discount, and then there was like some other sale that I was able to, like, Jess got hers at like 50% off. I got these, and we got like this. Oh, yeah. yeah, so it didn't now really that, that it didn't come to that. Because I understand, oh like, <laughs> The quality, like I get the price tag on quality, yeah. but when you're dealing with something like that, I mean, I was super nervous at first with the Apple watch too. It's like, yeah, I mean, you got why I had to get the bumper around it. Cause it's like, yeah, dude, seriously, you get like a $500 uh, device that's on your freaking wrist. I have the bumper where you just kind of like clip it on. Yeah, mine is this, and I use mine at work. I bang it on everything. I tell you what, though, I've owned several of these watches. I've never scratched them. Like the, yeah. the screen, I don't have any cover and they still, they're yeah. pretty good like that. I don't know. All right. So what else we got? All right. Um, if you're planning on visiting Aulani, which is the Disney resort and spa located in Ko'alina, Hawaii, then we have some good news. Character dining 
will be returning to Makahiki Restaurant beginning on May 7th. So if you're interested, then you can make reservations uh, for a character breakfast at Makahaki Restaurant starting on April 26th. And next, if you're hungry, then you should take a trip over to your local McDonald's, get yourself a Happy Meal because they're currently offering Disney-themed toys. With every Happy Meal, you can choose between a Disney princess toy or a Star Wars toy. The Disney princess collection includes Cinderella, Ariel, Tiana, Jasmine, Moana, Belle, Snow White, and Mulan. If you would prefer a toy from the Star Wars collection... You can get Yoda, Darth Vader, Stormtrooper, Boba Fett, Chewbacca, Finn, Kylo Ren, Poe, or uh, a Sith Trooper. So they're packing these uh, these Happy Meals in, man. Let me tell you. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what stinks is I go on a diet. First weekend on a diet, they got a cool Happy Meal toy. <laughs> like, I tell you well, what, we man. need you to have a Happy Meal, G. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this I saw the Star Wars ones. You're not trying to get how they look. I mean, they're good. They're they're all like over exaggerated size for like the head, and then they're in their own ship. So like Chewbacca's a Millennium Falcon, and so it's it's good. Kitty wise, adult wise, I thought it didn't look as. Is it like the pop fig, the pop vinyl figures? Like you know the, where they got the kind of like that. Okay, kind of like that. Well, I tell you what though, uh, interesting because usually when they come out with these, usually there's like four for each thing this is like there's a million of them. seven or eight of them man for each thing so that's how it was for that runaway railway i guess it keeps the people coming back to if they want to you know because there's people that are i know there's big time people that collect this type of stuff yeah okay. i'm glad i'm not interested i do not need to try to get these like those I'm telling you. ones. i mean i'm just gonna have to push my diet off another week or two now that's all it means <laughs> i don't want to but like i have to for the for the sake Maybe. of the show i have to really yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Listen, it's for uh you know, research. <laughs> yeah, research. For, research for the research, kids. Gotta, research purposes get... purely. Yeah. Okay. And then there's some exciting news for Dapper Day fans. So Dapper Day has been invited by Disney to set up a special pop-up shop in the Germany Pavilion in Epcot. This is going to be from April 19th through the 26th. The limited time shop will have an assortment of clothing and accessories just in time for Dapper Day's Spring Park outings, April 24th at the Magic Kingdom and the 25th at uh, Epcot. While at the shop, Keep an eye out for the debut of a new collection, including a matching dress and a men's shirt, plus coordinating accessories. And since Dapper Day will be celebrating its 10th anniversary, there'll also be a 10 years of style pins and totes available. Plus, every per every purchase at the pop-up shop or online at DapperDay.com will receive a free Dapper Day Spring Events 2021 button. That's cool. I like yeah, when yeah. they tie in the special merch. Absolutely. I'm curious as to why they're having it in the Germany Pavilion, though. Like, why put it in the Germany Pavilion? You know, when I read that, I was wondering, I was like, is that yeah. a thing that I'm not aware of? Is that- it just that it is the only place that it fit? I mean, they, they could have put it in a lot of different places. Like, I just like, I like when when you when you walk into the, 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 the country pavilions for them to be all about yeah, that country and not have any Anything like outside, you know, so like it's I hope it's not anything weird, you know, but I don't know. All right. So let me uh, let me get some news. First, Disneyland Park and Disney California Adventure will be using a theme park reservation system when they reopen on April 30th. So guests will need to have a valid admission ticket and also a theme park reservation for the same park on the same date. If you already have a valid park admission ticket, then you will be able to make a theme park reservation starting April 12th. If you do not already have a valid theme park admission ticket, then you will have to wait until April 15th for the theme park ticket sales to resume. And then you can make park reservations at that time. Disneyland has announced that park hopping will be available upon reopening. Guests wishing to park hop will need to first make a reservation for the park they wish to visit at the beginning of the day. And then beginning at 1 p.m., guests will be able to visit the other park with no reservations needed. I'm surprised about that. It's a little bit easier than they have it in, in Florida, in Orlando. I'm just surprised with being smaller that 
not going to specifically account for how many people are in the park at one time. Yeah. I guess, yeah. Cause you don't know when they're going to park up. Yeah. I thought it was a little clock is earlier too. Then I think it was 2 PM for magic King. Or I believe it. I believe it is. And you know, maybe just cause with Orlando, there's four parks that you could choose from. So you could, you know, yeah. there's more parks where people can converge into one park at park, park yeah. having time. So maybe that's what it is, you know, whether it be a little bit stricter in Florida for it. So also Disneyland has announced that guests will be able to start making dining reservations for table service as of April 22nd. If guests would like a contactless and cashless experience, you will be able to place a mobile order for food and drinks through the Disneyland app. Mobile order will be available at most quick service restaurants inside of the Disneyland resort theme parks. All right. And also it was announced this week that a famous Texas chicken restaurant will be coming to the Orlando area. Cowboy Chicken, based in Dallas, will be aiming to open four new restaurants in Orlando, in the Orlando area over the next two years. I've never heard of Cowboy Chicken. Cowboy Chicken? I am not. Are you? No. It sounds made up. It does, but I've never I've never had it. I've never had it. I mean, it, I'm sure it's decent. I feel like they already got some good chicken places in, in Disney, though. Why 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 add to That's it? why it's kind of weird. It, it has to be something, otherwise, why add it? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like you already got guys, uh, Guy Fieri's chicken guys joint. You got home, uh, homecoming Fieri, Guy Fieri. I've said that, and he just keeps going with the Fieri. He doesn't care. I know. I've <laughs> who me? Yeah, yeah, it's Fieri. I do love him. I don't know why he gets so much slack. I don't know either. Like, I don't love him necessarily, but I don't dislike him. I like his. I, I actually, it's funny. I time I go visit my mom and dad. I don't know what it is. My mom's got that channel on 24 7 and every time i'm there especially on a weekend that's all that's playing on a loop stephanie is, is too is, yeah d- dang uh what is it something diners and dash and whatever yeah. that diners drive and that yeah you know the yeah, yeah. I, li- I like the show though i'll watch it because let me tell you some of the stuff i'm like man i wish we had that here so i could go mm-hmm. to it so much good stuff on there i mean I it's honestly the best it. job on the planet to be able to travel the country and just eat random food yeah to get i know she's that. watching it because all of a sudden i'll hear oh cool because <laughs> you know the meat a lot of times they're yeah it, it does get a little funky sometimes but oh yeah i think he's funny i think he he does a good show and he's got a lot of subtle looks that aren't you know vocals that are he funny does. he does yeah i just never understood why he got the backlash all the time okay and there's also a new 40 ton sand sculpture on display in discovery island stage in disney's animal kingdom the new sculpture showcases a new National Geographic series called Secrets of the Whales, which will premiere on Disney Plus on April 22nd. The new whale sculpture replaced the Raya and the Last Dragon sand sculpture that was previously on display. The sculpture features a narwhal and a humpback whale, and it took artisans two days to create. Are narwhals whales? Yes, they are. They're the ones that have the... um... Yeah, they're like... The spear coming out of their forehead almost? Yeah, like an elf. He was like, bye, buddy. I hope you find your dad. That one, right? That's a narwhal. I didn't know they were considered whales, though. They are. So, Dan, let, uh, what do you got in the news today? Well, if you know someone that's graduating this year, then you should stop at the World of Disney and Downtown District Disney to see the new Mickey and Minnie graduation plush that are now available for only $22.99 each. Both Mickey and Minnie plush are dressed in graduation robes and caps that are light blue and have a diploma in hand and a 2021 printed in yellow on the top of the cap. Also, Gene... What do you got? Walt Disney World has made a change to their mask policy. That was as of April 8th. The new policy now says that guests may remove their face coverings while taking an outdoor photo, but you must remain stationary and maintain appropriate physical distancing. And they started this a day early. They just started doing it. So I know yeah. they announced 
eighth, but they just started doing it the day before. And besides, not like people weren't already trying to do this to begin with. Yeah, yeah I think it's a good move. I think it's more of a balancing act. They knew people were kind of doing it anyway. So yep. it's almost the same thing. Usually when you take a photo, you're off to the side anyway. The same thing when you're eating. As long as you're, you're, you're off to the side, stationary eating, they right. take your mask off. So it's kind of like almost the same kind of scenario anyway. Yeah, of course. So I don't really have a problem with that. I feel like, you know, as long as they still make sure people are that are intermingling are still wearing their masks, then I think that's fine, you know? All right. Next up is some sad news. Disney voice actor John Harrison Frick Jr., known professionally as Mark Elliott, passed away on April 4th, 2021. Elliott worked for Walt Disney Entertainment from 1983 until 2008, and he spent much of his career as the voice that introduced new and upcoming Disney features and trailers. Now, this next little tidbit I love. And if all you know, I one of my all-time favorite movies is Smokey and the Bandit. Elliot's voiceover career started in 1977 with the trailer for Burt Reynolds' classic Smokey and the Bandit. Shortly afterwards, he booked voiceovers in George Lucas's Star Wars and The Muppets, and then Barbara Streisand's romantic comedy, The Goodbye Girl. Those three films became smash hits, which launched Elliot's voiceover career to stardom. Later that year, in 1977, Elliot would look would book his first Disney gig, providing the voiceover for the theatrical re-release of Cinderella. The Disney gig would last for the next three decades as Elliot became the voice for the company, lending his voice to theatrical trailers, previews, and bumpers for home video releases, along with providing narrations for the magical world of Disney. One of his most well-known voiceovers for Disney is the catchphrase, and now our feature presentation, which he said at the start of most Disney films on video on a feature presentation bumper until 1996. We send send condolences to his family. Yes. Rest in peace. I couldn't believe that smoking the bandit. That's his first gig. It is crazy. It's love so that movie, cool. by the way. I said, love the movie. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's that's a classic. What do you, what do you a more of a? Are you more of a smoking the bandit or Cannibal Run? Smoking the bandit. Oh man, let me tell you, smoking the bandit was great. And Cannibal Run underrated, at least to me. Yeah, I do love it. There were so many good actors in that movie. Yeah, it's like they got everybody in Hollywood together to put in that movie. Really. Yeah. Yeah, smoking the bandit though is the first movie that my dad took me to, and so I love Burt Reynolds so much, and I watched that was when we first got hbo and we didn't we didn't have a lot of money and i still don't understand how we got hbo exactly but i watched that movie over and over and over like most kids would watch all kinds of stuff back then because there was so many repeats you know next up last year disney world introduced capture your moment which allows guests to book a photo pass photographer for their very own 20 minute photo shoot for only 50 dollars and it will now be easier to book than ever before guests can now make an appointment for capture your moment through the my disney experience app or by going onto the disney world website is this where they had the the different backgrounds like backdrops that you could pick from is that what this we've never done this no well no i don't think so that remember we did the haunted mansion where you and my me and my sister well right i think it's a probably a different spot yeah because it says it allows you to book a photo pass photographer for their very own 20 minute photo shoot yeah this is like this is more something else i would love to try that yeah yeah actually they did have that package that you could buy and pick different backgrounds and you had your own photographer it just sounds like i feel like i've heard this before but 50 dollars is not bad not at all i didn't even know they did this though because it says that last year they introduced this i didn't i don't know maybe i just missed this i wonder if the prints are included or like the digital i don't know we need to look this yeah Yeah. hey you know what though sam what did the limestone say to the geologist 
I don't know. What did it say? Don't take me for granted. <laughs> That's a mic drop. Pen drop. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought that was a good one. You guys didn't like it? No, it was terrible. You told us this Sam. was the best one ever, and this one was. I know. I think that's why I didn't like erroneous, it. Erroneous, erroneous. I no, said it's a. I said it was very. Thought. I said it was very good. I didn't say it was the best ever. I don't think it's worth the thirty bucks you paid that company to write that either. <laughs> <laughs> I just that, your own. You think I'm? Why you think I'm funnier? Well, I mean, if you're not going to get laughs, you might as well oh, not pay for it. That's, that's, that's a good point. <laughs> might as well save the money. I think so. I think he's funny. Oh, there we go. Eight. Wow. <laughs> Aiden. Wow, I thought we were friends. Yeah, Sam, you know what? Sam, why don't you go sit inside? Aiden's got <laughs> Aiden's got the rest of the show. That's my man right there. Listen, he goes funny. He I'm funny. He knows funny. Yeah. Well, listen, kids, you know, they tend to have a soft spot for people. <laughs> <laughs> and lastly, for those of you who love the bear, Lego ideas set featuring Winnie the Pooh and a beautiful logo brick version of Pooh Bear's house under the classic big oak tree in 100 Acre Wood has just been released. The 1,265-piece set comes with your favorite characters, including Winnie the Pooh, Piglet, Tigger, Rabbit, and Eeyore Lego figures. The model is available now at the Lego store at Downtown Disney, the Lego store at Disney Springs in Florida, and at lego.com. And I believe I looked at a retail price of 99 99 tell you what that story started off a little i got nervous because you said the bear and i saw i saw things we were going in the wrong direction but you went you corrected it with with winnie the pooh and then i was like all right i'm back in i was almost done so that was the right bear i've seen this thing by the way have you guys seen this no yeah. is it cool it's pretty awesome looking yeah it's pretty detailed on yeah. the insides, you know yeah. Yeah, it's pretty impressive. I mean, it is Lego, and the sets they do are just insane. All right. So, hey, do you know what? We got Aiden. Do we want to talk to Aiden a little bit about um, about some Disney stuff? Mm-hmm. Okay. How you doing, Aiden? So, I, I, we we had an interview the, the other day, and they told me that you wanted me to interview you. Mm-hmm. So let's let's talk to Aiden a little bit about why he what he loves about Disney. What's your favorite Disney ride out of all of Disney, out of all the parks? I'm saying like Space Mountain because Haunted Mansion's like my favorite, but mostly it's supposed to be like Space Mountain because I tried it and it was really good. Yeah, yeah, you, that's a new one for you, right? You just tried it recently, right? Mm-hmm. Very cool. Now, here's another question. This is about the podcast. Who's the funniest person on this podcast? I say me and you. That's it. There we go. <laughs> there we go. That you know was what? the incorrect answer, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> He's like me and you. He just injected himself in that, by the way. So. And that's and, and and that's fine. Me, me and Aiden are the funniest people on the show. And you know we, how long it's going to take me to dig out of this now. <laughs> <laughs> so Aiden, Aiden is now my best friend. So oh, and, one. <laughs> it's all it's it's a start. So Aiden, what what's your favorite place to eat? I'm guessing Blaze Pizza. Oh, oh, that's right. The first time we I met you was in person was at Blaze Pizza. Yeah, Disney Springs. I've never eaten at Blaze Pizza. Let me tell you, when we it's funny now that we go when we go there, it's like a thing we have to go there first. You kidding me? Yeah, we and I love pizza. I love pizza too. What about Gideon's Bakehouse Cookies? What's your favorite Gideon's Bakehouse cookie? I'm thinking oils, and then my second one is what was the other one? Peanut butter. Peanut one. butter. Oh, peanut the peanut butter one is really good. And then, and then, and then, the wait, wait. You said your favorite was the Oreo. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then the second one can be a peanut butter. Then the third one can be chocolate chips if they have like. Oh yeah. The oh okay. Chip. Chocolate chip. Yeah. Mm. But cookies and cream is number one. Yep. Yeah. Raise your hand if you like uh, Oreos. Like <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, I think we all are, except for Dan. Me too. Me too. Why you don't? 
There you go. Do you, do you like how it looked inside? Yeah, it's because the outside is like creepy and like the outside is like normal. I remember when <laughs> you said that they, they they freaked you out a little bit. And they kind of gave me nightmares. They're like, <gasps> oh, thanks, Gideon. Family bakehouse. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, at least they taste good. Good. We sell a lot of cookies and we scare kids. <laughs> New tagline. Okay, so before we let you go, Aiden, for joining us, I want to say thank you. But what is your favorite part when you go to Disney? What's your favorite part? That there's parades and rides and yeah. characters and that's yeah. it. Cool, cool, cool. All I do is parades, not just like pictures. You just <laughs> take pictures with nobody. You just take pictures. Oh, you like taking pictures? Yeah. But- yeah, he likes, you know what it is? He's, he's missing the parades and stuff. And obviously- yeah. Character meet and greets, those are big. Yeah. I'm a huge fan. I'm a huge fan. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's awesome, man. That's awesome. What did he say? The fan of what? He's a huge fan. Of the, uh, you I know, the parades of character meet Oh, I thought he meant of me. Sorry. <laughs> no. See, now that you've told him that he's the funniest guy around, uh, he thinks that he's actually the funniest guy around. So <laughs> <laughs> it's good. It, It'll be mentioned every episode. In fact, we're going to save that as a drop, and we're going to play that all the time. <sighs> <laughs> There you go. Aiden Cito, real quick, I got one question for you since we yeah. talked about riding stuff. Which one, and this is a hard question, which park is your favorite park? It's hard, right? I'm thinking. If you could only pick one park to go to, which would it be? You yeah. can get in the car right now and go to one park. What? Which one? I'll say uh, Magic Kingdom because Space Mountain has a lot of rides. More. It has more rides? Okay. okay. Yeah, it has its two favorite, right? Magic Kingdom and Haunted Mansion. So I get that. And the Country Bears. Correct answer. I don't go to Country Bears. He's never seen it, actually. Yeah, you know, that's actually, yeah, let me get that last question in. Aiden, how do you feel about the country bears? No, no, no. We interviews over. Thanks. (laughs) He was just going to ask you what you thought of the country bears. I don't even go there. I know. I know what it is. Hey, Aiden, Aiden, I got this petition. Would you sign it for me? Signed for you, yeah. That's it. That's all I need to know. I'll send it over to you. I'm going to send it over to your mama. And uh, And then then he looks over to mom and dad and he's like, What's a a petition? Really? What's a (laughs) petition? Are you okay? You look. Look, yeah, it's the the country. Literally, the country bears. Yeah. So, so Aiden, Aiden, it's up to me and you to get rid of those pesky country bears, those filthy country bears. We're gonna do it. Me and you, Aiden. We're starting the movement today. Okay, get it. Do not listen to this guy. Do not know what he's talking about. How easy it is to influence the kid. Yeah, he's done. He's like, yeah, yeah. We got. We're we're gonna take those down. I don't even know what the hell we're doing. Me and Aiden, we're starting the movement today. I knew I liked this kid. Bye, everyone. Bye, Aiden. Bye. Get out of here. <laughs> He's like, get out. Get out. You got to understand, though, it's not his fault. He's next been kid. Next kid. He's been influenced. Bring in the next one. <laughs> I got to tell you, I'm definitely making those big Al shirts with the cross through it. And I'm We're getting not. one to Aiden. And me and There's, Aiden. No. Aiden and- this is not funny stuff to joke about in real life, Gene. We the should send Gene with that shirt. I would get beat up. <laughs> <laughs> I need Aiden shirt size for real. I'm making those shirts for real. You're not making that shirt, Gene. <laughs> we'll talk later, guys. <laughs> I thought I liked that kid before, but now hearing his views on this show and the Country Bears. The problem is that he put it in Gene's head that he's funny. All right, so that's going to bring us to our guest. So in honor of Autism Awareness Month, we have a very, 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 very special guest with us today from one of my favorite YouTube channels from It's Joey's World on YouTube. We have Joey in the house and his, and his sister Lisa. How are you guys doing? Thanks for having us. We really appreciate it. Oh, we're glad to have you on. It's a, it's a big month. It's Autism Awareness Month. And we thought who better to have on than Joey and, and we could talk about, you know, Disney and some fun stuff, you know? 
Absolutely. Oh, Very yes. excited, right? I'm looking forward to my discussion about Disney. There we go. And also joining us for the interview is we have Sam and, and, and Joey. They stuck around for the interview. So big month. We want to talk about it's Joey's world and just having some fun in, in, in the parks and maybe some of your favorite Disney things. What can we, what can know, we look forward to? Any new videos coming up? I'm looking forward to the next It's Joey's World that focus a day in the life of me. Well, we have <laughs> videos every Wednesday at night. That's right. We also have a new series called Motivational Mondays. That's right. And you put out a little short every Monday to help people get through their week. But for the month of April, we're putting out a video every single day about about autism and Disney and just for the awareness, that's right? That's right. Yeah, that's awesome. Love the yeah. channel, by the way. We have checked it out. Oh, thank you, guys. Yeah. This is sweet. You know what my favorite my favorite video is? My favorite video is uh, the Ferris Bueller video that you guys did. Oh. <laughs> well, that, that, that's called being creative uh, during the times that we have right now. And you can't go outside and your mind races and you watch too, too much TV, right? That's right. <laughs> I thought that was, yeah, that's, I think my favorite video is, is the Ferris Bueller one. So that was, that was, that was a lot of fun. Thank so, you. Yeah. So, you know, and, and, and Joey actually, he hosts... Uh, every, not this past year he couldn't, but he usually hosts um, a softball, a charity softball event. Yeah, it's called Battle of the Badges. I started it, uh, well, it would have been five years now. But yeah, because of COVID, I couldn't do it last year. And it's uh, basically, it's a it's a charity fundraiser event. It's actually with the fire department and the police department. We get together, we have a charity softball event. I usually have vendors there, DJs, everything's donated. All the funds are going to autism research. So we've been doing it for several years now. And the, you know, the, the whole city got behind it. So it's actually been, um, it's been great. It's just unfortunate I couldn't do it last year and obviously i would be doing it this month but i couldn't do it this year so next year i'll, I'll get back into it again because you know we'll be able to get together hopefully that's awesome and i'll be local next year so i can maybe be like the guest of honor maybe i don't know we'll <laughs> maybe we'll have you dj i don't know <laughs> I'll t- I, i'm probably better off just watching hey, i man. think so i think yeah. And listen, it's it's um it's a lot of fun. You'd be surprised how many people come out there. We usually get the police explorers and even a lot of kids come out there. I think they had a kickball event. We'll have to let Joey know. Maybe they can come by next year for if, when we have it next year. When do you guys yeah, have yeah. next year? Absolutely. So Joey, let's let's talk some fun Disney stuff before uh you tell us a little bit about how you get to uh enjoy the parks a little bit. Well, but let's let me ask you some of our fate like some of your favorites. I want to know what your favorites of Disney are, okay? First of all, my favorites, oh. of course, is Epcot Pro. And a ride singing Let It Go. That <laughs> That's a good ride. So, favorite park is Epcot and favorite ride is Frozen Ever After, then? No, no, not my favorite park. My favorite oh. park is Hollywood Studios. Oh, okay. Do you like Galaxy's Edge? I love Galaxy's Edge and um, the Aerosmith ride. Oh, cool. Very know, cool. As a man who tells it like it is, I have a Molson, and it's been over years since my favorite attraction was closed. <laughs> oh man, we all miss it. Yeah, we've talked about it on previous shows. We yeah, we missed it. it. It'll be back soon, though. Hopefully, I know. I know. I I missed. You want to miss even more? What's that? Mindy, who hosted the show, and, and we are me. We keep our friends with her. Oh really? That's all right. That right. goes beyond the show itself. That's true. And I think that's one of the reasons we love Disney so much is for that magic. You know, Mindy always picked Joey out of the crowd to be on stage. And then eventually they became, you know, we became friends with her. We started to see her and talk to her. And I think that's what Disney does. You know, they make everybody feel special in their own way. And that's the magic for us. More important. I know you love the rides, but more important than the rides, don't we think? That's right. It's about memories and family, right? 
why not? Where else would you see when you see the cast members say, I remember you, G.O.E. <laughs> you get yeah. that one. Yeah. That's awesome. That is awesome. The, um, so what, what's your favorite snack in Disney to get? Vicky chocolate ice cream. Yeah, that that's fantastic. my favorite. That's my favorite too. Yeah, love that one. That's, that's why I got to wear extra large clothes is because of those yeah. Mickey bars. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> yeah, right. What about your favorite restaurant? I saw it in the first Beulah bit you guys did. You were at, uh, you guys ate in France. Is that your favorite restaurant? Well, that's one of my favorites. But one of my real favorites is the Yaki Yeti. Oh, very good. Animal yeah. Kingdom. I love the Yaki Yeti. That's a good but, one. Mm-hmm. I so, think good one. they do too. Oh, they do. Let's not forget the dinner, the live show, the chicken. <laughs> you can't take it all to this all. That's your forty there. <laughs> <laughs> so let's take it out of the parks a little bit. What's your favorite Disney movie? I'll tell you what. There's only one. Only one. Frozen. There you go. Oh. Nice. Wait, so Frozen 1 or well, Frozen, Frozen 2? The entire series, the entire Disney Plus, everything Frozen. Okay. okay. You just, yeah, the whole that catalog. A, that, that's yeah, a good one. That's right. Here we go. So... I, I, this might be a, this might be a, an easy question then. Who's your favorite Disney princess? I'll tell you what. I love Tinkerbell because she's Mrs. Joey's world. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I saw the T-shirt. You have a you have a T-shirt. Tinkerbell T-shirt for it's Joey's world. That's right. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's Thank good. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Right. Anna's a close second, isn't she? Or is it Elsa? Elsa, the, Elsa? the one who can sing mouse. <laughs> <laughs> and what's your favorite Disney song? I, 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 uh, I know. Let it go. I figured. <laughs> of course. I'm going to say Dean. Come on, bro. <laughs> I had to ask, but I, I thought that's where we were going. Who would have thought? It's on Disney Plus. It's on TV. Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> Outside of the princesses, who's your favorite character? I'll tell you what. There's only one mouse I can look up to, Mickey. Very okay. good. Very cool. Okay. He's, yeah, he's the man, right? Yeah. He's the, yeah. He's the mouse. Do you like any of the uh, Marvel characters? I love Groot. Ah, there ah. you go. Yeah, Groot's funny, man. Now, are you a Star Wars fan? I love baby, baby Yoda, baby, baby Yoda. <laughs> so, okay. So then if, if you do love baby Yoda, then I, I, I take it you like the Mandalorian. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah, one of my favorites. Can't go wrong with that. No, you can't. Mm-hmm. You can't. How do you feel about the new shows, the uh, like WandaVision, Winter Soldier and Falcon. Have you seen any of those yet? No. No, not yet. Not to get all Disney, but you have another big hobby that takes up a lot of your time. You want to share uh, that really sports, quickly? Yeah, let's hear it. Sports history on film. And oh. I do whatever it takes. How many do you have? 18,880 and growing. Those are sports DVDs that he's owned and watched. Wow. Wow. What's his favorite sport? What's your favorite sport, Joey? I love pro football. Oh yeah? yeah. What's your what's your team? Unfortunately, I love the Giants. Oh, the- <laughs> I'm a Jet fan, man. Oh, jeez. Uh, my niece Amanda is a Giant fan too. My dad oh. is a Giants fan. Actually, her family. Oh. family is. Huge Giants. And then fan. I married. I married him, who's a 49er fan. Yeah, so we're you know, <laughs> rivalries. We're not all perfect. Oh, yeah. We're- <laughs> <laughs> We make mistakes. <laughs> Holy moly. That's right. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> Do you like baseball at all, too? I love baseball. In fact, I've been watching tons and tons of old-time baseball. I love the old baseball, too. Seven. Oh, yeah. Gillette sponsors those events. You're a Mets fan? I love. I still love the Yankees, though. Good God, I'm a Yankee fan. You got that in common, then. And, of course, hockey. Of course. Rangers, hockey. Oh, uh-huh. Rangers. Uh-huh. Hey, Joey, the other Joey, he's a Boston Red Sox fan, so. Yes, I am. No good. No good. I know. Listen, family rivalry. But then my family's all Yankee fans. So we, uh, yeah, we. Uh, it's been great. <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you let me tell you they we're, we're lucky they allowed us to get married so just saying. <laughs> a, a real romeo and juliet story oh yeah absolutely <laughs> you know one of the reasons we want to have this episode is we you know we know sometimes there might be families out there that are intimidated because disney's a big venture and may have children that have autism or on the spectrum and they they feel intimidated by a big trip like that what's some ways that we can maybe ease their mind that you guys have done throughout the years and disney does really well to maybe ease some of those concerns for, from potential guests one of the things we have is the DAS or should we say the Joey Pass <laughs> there you go exactly what is it what is the DAS that means um, you gotta wait you gotta return time to some of your favorite rides so it's called the disability access service right that's right yes also known as the Joey Pass <laughs> and you can you cannot sign up online but you go to any customer service area at any parks correct that's right and what do you do when you get there? Tell them that you're looking to get a DAS. Sometimes they may ask you questions about your specific needs and what you may need to do. At that point, they will scan your van and all the members in your party and also take a picture of the person who is getting the DAS. You do, I believe, have to update it. I believe it's every 60 days. And so you get the DAS pass and then what happens? You leave customer service, what do you do? And you look for a cast member holding a little electronic right, device. That's right, a cast member. Okay, when do I get my return to my favorite ride? What they do is, let's say you go to Mine Train and the wait is 60 minutes. Instead of staying in the line, they will give you a return time. They'll scan your van. They'll ask who's coming with you. And they'll say, okay, come back at this time. And what's really cool now is it's actually on your My Disney experience. Sometimes it does go down and we've had paper passes up. That does happen, but most of the time it's on your phone. And sometimes the unexpected, like the day of the Pirates Christmas ride, I thought we had them to pick cast members when they were there. We were supposed to wait 40 minutes, but then the cast member said, Whoa, that's Joey Sebastian. You go right ahead. Yeah. <laughs> ah, there you go. It was a magical moment. You do get ah. Magic. And so for us, the DAS is just a game changer because we went, when was our first trip this Long time ago in the galaxy, far away from this 1995. <laughs> yes, 1995, <laughs> ancient times, right? It's Jurassic Park times. <laughs> and there wasn't any DAS. They did have an accessible kind of for wheelchairs that can get to the front of the line, but nothing for anyone on the spectrum or even, you know, those people that have fibromyalgia. We have friends that have other disabilities that they can't wait on a long line. And yep. so, uh, like pain management and things and people who have seizures. So they didn't have that back then. And we went and... It was a horrible time. Something that kept you uh, on, the, on, on the air. But I will say to you on the WCW hotline... <laughs> 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 so yes we did have a we had a very rough first visit because we only went as adults never gone as children so we had a pretty rough 
visit and thankfully they brought that for us. That's the biggest change. The second thing I say to people is to prepare. Bring everything you need to. Joey brings all the stuff that helps with his headphones, hooked up to his earphone. Ah, uh, and the classics. And sometimes on a bad open day, the classic and, and, and myself let my loose free. Here <laughs> <laughs> in that way, um, watch a lot of videos. There's a lot of videos out there. We've also found what I call our personal quiet spaces, which we're going to be working on videos for that soon. Because between, you know, I call an autistic meltdown the perfect storm. For us, it's not usually one thing. It's a combination of several different triggers. So if there's a particular sound, and for Joey, it's high-pitched um, babies crying or high sirens or squeaking. So you've got that in the background. You've got the heat, yes. I remember. I do too. I was there. You've got someone who's probably a little tired because they're not in the regular schedule. Maybe also uh, kind of thirsty, kind of hungry, and all those things together make the perfect storm. And most people who have someone in their family on the spectrum, you can almost feel when it's about to come. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right, Sam? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, you you definitely know the signs. You know the sound of the voice. And And you can almost run through a checklist. Yeah. You could definitely tell when it's about to come. And that's what you have to do, you know, as parents and caregivers is watch those signs. While still not showing that you're watching those signs because sometimes it's <laughs> yeah. bringing on worse, right? You know, yeah, that. it's true yeah. <laughs> because they're feeding off our body language as well. Oh yeah. And when I see that coming, it's like you know what? And I'll usually bring. Um, we always have bottles of water, and I'll bring Propel that's got electric lights, and you love your Propel. That's right. And we'll go. We have a few spots that we try to go to, like near the bathrooms by Space Mountain. It's not mm-hmm. air conditioned, but there's a lot of benches. There's usually very few people there, and they're coming and going from the restroom, stopping for snacks and bringing your snacks. That's along, right? right. That's always a good thing, even if you do have. Sometimes you do have to wait a little bit on a line for some. That don't have the DAS. Right. Like Chevron Magic, that's a good place also to fill out, right? That's right. So we've learned, and of course, you know, you're going to bring your mom bag. You've got 15 million of them behind you. So you're going to bring the mom bag. Everything that you need that's going to make your person happy for sure. Those are Absolutely. some Absolutely. of the things that we have to do. Uh-huh. And, um, Make your plans and then be ready for your plans to change in a heartbeat. Have a plan B and a plan C. I always say that. <laughs> I used to say, yeah, A, B, C, D. We got yeah. all the plans going. Right. Plan A never works. Yeah. I, I always go in my mind that plan A will Well, I was going to say work. the only plan is that the first plan is generally not going to follow through. It's no. always going to be something else. So what would you say is like your biggest struggle in going what to Disney? What you say your biggest struggle? The, the first time at Disney, let me tell you that. But now like that we've gone and we know what kind of what we're doing and we're better at it. That's right. Now, now what is your biggest struggle, do you think? Ooh, stay with the little kitties. That's the problem. The triggers, but you've gotten much better at that, right? The biggest struggle now is the heat. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Listen, I I can promise you, Joey, we all go through the the heat struggle. It is brutal Mm -hmm. in summer. And now it's really tough because you used to be able to duck into a store or into a shop, and now it's you you can't. So another thing we do is we bring umbrellas, but not just for the rain, but just a shade. That's a good idea. Yeah. And also you add in in the masks. That makes it even worse now. Yeah. Yeah. And then we'll also do, um, we have the gaiters, but not for as you mask, but around the neck. So those free cups of ice, I will douse them oh, in the yeah. and wear around the necks too. Yeah, of course. Yeah. You, you even have the little fans that go around your neck to 
project where the fan it, where the mask is, so it kind mm-hmm. of helps a little bit. But it, it's it's definitely a struggle for sure. I think for also, I mean, we don't have that now. So many things have changed. It's gotten yeah. so kind of crazy. The biggest struggle we had before were also crowds. Because, yeah. You know, Joey, we've we've learned a technique where if we're in a crowded area, he'll put his hand on my shoulder or on my husband's shoulder just to walk because we'll be walking and he'll be five miles behind. Yeah. And thank goodness he's six foot two or else I would never find him. <laughs> it's a challenge I'm always up for the crowds. And it's one good thing about the mask is we have um, an autism awareness mask okay. and Joey has these these puzzle piece Mickey ears. So since we started wearing that and I actually I got on the mask because, you know, getting a little sunburn up here on the top of oh, his yeah. head. Not a good place. And so I could find him. But then I noticed that people were like much more tolerant of him. Okay. Yeah. You know, if Understood. Moves a little quirky, if he, he has you know, kind of languages, you know, he's a little bit loud and monotone and people would give us really kind of odd looks. And then now when I put that on, people are like, oh, okay, you know, he's, he's okay. Right. That's the perfect compliment. (laughs) (laughs) Now, do you take breaks when you're at the park? Of course we do. We wear shoulder breaks. What are your favorite break spots? Ooh, we got one at Ryan Cross Frozen, the Epcot where they used to have those princesses. Which is now ah. a relaxation station, yes. Princess now, but yes. I'm sure it's going to return one day. It will, it will. And going, you know, it's crazy. We're like the most anti, we love all the festivals, but we are like severely anti-food and wine to a certain degree because we won't wait in the heat on the lines for all the food. We will actually go to a sit down because it's air conditioning. Mm-hmm. Understand. Yeah. Yeah. And you can get in. Yeah. You do, cause that is true because everybody's in the lines out in the countries. Yeah, one time we went to the Rosen Crown and I was videotaping outside and there was like a gazillion people and the Rosen Crown was empty. Wow. Oh. Yes. It was and, very and cool. It was a perfect time to license my classics. Wow. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I hear library Cambridge returned to Epcot this year. I heard. Uh, yes. They yes, just so. some new bands. Uh, there's an 80s cover band which is playing right now in Epcot. And it's, and no one stays from this show anymore when I show up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, can I ask a question? I'm ready. This is an important one. How do you feel about the country bears? I'll tell you what. If it's gone, um, I won't cry because I had fun with those country bears. Yeah, but what happens every time the country bears comes on? I know what you do. They don't. There's a flood on the saddle with Big Al. No, no, he's not. We did the Al from Sunday Night Football. No way. You oh, love the country bear. Yeah, that's right. Oh. Gene, yeah. sorry. You yeah. Got one less person that's on your side. Sorry. <laughs> no I joke. Love. That's right. That's called like music. Yes. Well, it's a classic too. No doubt and about it. Like everyone talked about relaxation. That's a great place. Hilarity, a plenty, and even the little karaoke singing. You know, Carousel of Progress, another great Bye-bye place. Bye-bye history. Progress. Almost all the shows. And then, another, oh yeah, and another thing we discovered, well, two more things that really helped, which aren't happening now, but we discovered in the past, was a lot of the dessert parties are fantastic. You know, we've seen those set up and we have yet to do one of those. And, and I know we always said, man, we really got to try one of those. Oh, well, let's, let's do a quick story, shall we? Go for it. Okay. So we've been trying to get to the Frozen Ever After one in Epcot forever. And it was always built, 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 built. 
And so we were walking by one day and I said, look, you know, let me be like someone at Tiffany's, look at the menu, but can't buy anything. Okay, so let's take a look. And this really wonderful cast member, her name is Kate. I remember her. She's like, oh, do you have reservations? And I'm like, oh, no, no, no. You know, we're just looking. We've been trying for months. You know, it it is what it is. And she talked to her leader and some other people. And next thing you know, she took us in. We got frozen ever after. We met a new friend. It was fantastic. And it's great because you could sit down and enjoy. You don't worry about the crowds. They had fireworks fireworks show. And then afterwards, what happened? I led the marching back to the ride when it was all closed. The ride is closed. Everyone's gone. You have a big parade. You led the parade. I'll never forget that day. That was a lot of fun. Two years ago. And Skyliner. That's another great relaxation. I'll never forget my Skyliner. It's a beauty to behold, even at nighttime. Because, you know, Epcot is great, but like I said, now that you can't get into the shops stuck in the AC, midday, we just go on a ride in the Skyline. Oh, yeah. Love the Skyline. Makes sense, right? No doubt. See, downtown Lander and all the resorts, Disney resorts. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Definitely doable. Just do your homework. Just like when any other vacation, do your homework, yeah. you know? Learn it's about mobile ordering because that's going to be a big issue if someone's you know needs that break and they need that food and that sugar is low you know how i'm sure you guys have seen how it is you could put in your order and it's not going to come out for another hour or two so i just tell people the minute you walk in the park if you have an idea of what you want for lunch for for quick service order right then yeah you're right you're absolutely right about that i don't think enough people take advantage of the mobile ordering we've talked about it before Mm -hmm. um i think obviously now it's probably going to be used much more now because the way the pandemic has been it's probably going to be normalized but you know before that you would always order ahead of time you go into these places like casey's and you see the lines out the front door and you literally walk right past and i it baffled me i guess some people just don't they just don't know about it you know people that have come from other countries or it's first time they've ever been there so unfortunately they don't know about that stuff so they end up having to wait in lines when they, they they don't really have to. I understand. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So now the only place that you can't get them over is little stamps. Little yeah. egg roll stands, little popcorn stands. Those are the only places that don't do the mobile order. Oh, yeah. And a lot of people don't realize, too, because of the, you know, the heat and the dehydration. I mean, you guys know. You're from Miami. Yeah. yeah. We're, from, we're from the west coast of Florida, so we know how the heat is. You can actually just go to any quick service and just say to the cast member, hey, I just want to get a couple of cups of water. And they'll go, okay, go to window three, go to window four. And you can just grab. People need to be aware that that's super important. That's right. right. Yeah, absolutely. Tell you what, there'll be more about the day in life of me. Mm-hmm. And in the weeks and months to come, the birthday extravaganza at Disney Parks, the Kennedy Space Center, and surprises and my birthday, you never know. All the cupcakes you can eat, right? How exciting! That's so exciting. I remember when my sister Lisa had her birthday party, she had, it was a video of all her friends saying happy birthday, including some Keith's family's show and Teresa. When I saw those two, I said, wow. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Listen, you mentioned Kennedy Space Center. That place is awesome. I love that place. Uh, I've been practicing watching those original right stuff members mm-hmm. all the way up to the Apollo missions. Okay. The moon. Yeah, we've got a trip planned. So That's right. For your, for just about your oh. So let me ask you this, and this is just coming from your point of view. Okay. So what tip, just from you, I gave a lot of tips. What tip is most important for you to have a good time at the park when you have things, you know, sensory things and stuff that bothers you? What's the best tip? Big bright spots like looking for a drink, 
spending time with a busy cast member when he or she's not busy and enjoy the birds. Give your spot for birds and the, the fly and the kids in the water. Okay. Yeah. See, that's a great tip. Buying me something. Buying your wonderful sister. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. But that's awesome. So, Joey, what inspired you to create a YouTube channel? Because I've seen uh, all your videos, and they're great. Because we still have friends and family up north. That's right. And we said, you know, this is a couple of years ago. Oh, let's just make some videos for them. So cause we only get to see them once or twice a year. That's right. And it kind of snowballed from there into your adventures. And we started hearing from people saying, hey, you know, I have someone on the spectrum. I have someone in a wheelchair. And thank you so much for showing this. And then what happened? You started to love it. Yeah. With my favorite adventures, great for Paris. Wayne's World. Oh, yeah. A, a bad scientist, a singer, a, an athlete. You've had a lot of fun with it, right? And we're not done yet. And even the virtual four feet part. Yeah, the virtual sure we did the virtual four feet part. Well, it, our videos are amazing. And they're an inspiration to everyone. Thank you. I appreciate it. I'm sure the neighbors think I'm a little, you know, because I'm I'm putting toys in the yard and I'm videotaping them like it's a safari. (laughs) And it all comes down from a not big city way getting to a success story. Well, hopefully we've been helping some people plan their trips and more importantly, giving people hope. Absolutely. 52, well, probably about 50 years ago when you were developing as quickly as the doctors thought so. And they, I think it took about six years to get a proper diagnosis. That's tough. Nobody knew what was going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't blame the doctors, but at the time they did say, you know, to my parents, he'll never walk, talk, or eat. He'll probably pass away before he's one. So put him away into an institution and, wow. and wait a couple of years and have another kid. Wow. And my parents said that's unacceptable and look high and low. And no school would take you to home you. You're six years old. No, you're older than that. About way older. Wow. You were, no, no, you were eight when you got to your first school. And I remember it now. Yes, and thankfully we did. But before then, there weren't the resources or the awareness yeah. that you have now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we wanted to let people know, you know, yes, the doctors are going by what they know now. Who knows what we're going to know tomorrow or in 10 years or in 20 years. So don't give up the hope. This is a kid who had to wear leg braces like Forrest Gump, kid who almost had a feeding tube put in him because not that he was picky, he couldn't really swallow food. They were, you know, he had something going on with the synapse in his brain. You know, everything right. worked fine. Right. His brain wasn't functioning and they were going to put him on a feeding tube. He didn't want to speak. And we want people to have hope, you know, don't stop. Just keep trying have your have your own parental breakdown when you need to. You're good. Oh yeah. <laughs> but realize that you know there is light at the end of the tunnel. And now, Mister Running ten miles a day, holy, and stop talking. Has won two eating contests against friends. Lisa, when I when I see these videos, it definitely gives other people hope. I definitely feel that vibe and just inspiration to everyone. Well, thank you. And that's, you know, that's what we're trying to do. Because there are a lot of parents and there's so much information out there now, yeah. which is great. But then you get information overload too. Eat this. Don't do that. Go to bed. Yeah. Use the oil. Take this pill. Da, 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 da. I say, you know, just do what works for you and know that there's hope, right? That's right. And Absolutely. Take it from a guy who's the Master 
breaking down more four falls with Dizzy than any customer in the last five years. Me. You're the man. <laughs> You're absolutely the man. When, for, when he would think about in person. <laughs> Okay. And we're going to have bad days. I mean, even today, you had a little rough patch, right? That's right. right. That's okay. That's right, because I tell it like it is. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. we'll go with that for now. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because I always say tough days are just tough days. Tomorrow will be a better day. That's right. Yeah, and tough mm-hmm. moments are moments, and you get over them, and you just carry on, you move on, right? Perfect. And we are, we are so lucky. We are so blessed because we've met so many wonderful people. That's right. Community, right. That's right. People like Disney friends, people on Instagram, people from all over. I mean, we've had, we've had some people watching from Australia, from great. In fact, you your next eating challenge we're trying to get with a friend of ours who does Disney videos in Great Britain, right? Wow. Who says great. he's going to take you down with chicken nuggets, but I highly doubt. It. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you chicken got this. Nuggets. I'm looking forward to it. Yep, yep. I think you're totally going to make him cry. That's right. It's history to process. Excellent. You know, and besides the fact that the videos are so inspirational, I, they're funny too. Like I said, you have like you have these videos. We do like the spoofs from the movies, and mm-hmm. so you have you, you mix it in. And you know what? Too is because let's face it, every child is different. So, it, 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 like you said, sometimes it's information overload. And you don't want to do that either. So you do mix in some funny stuff and just some everyday stuff. And I think that's what's important too on the videos. But we discovered, too, a long time ago, you know, nothing against other vloggers, people do videos. We've seen the way people do videos, and some of them are great. We watch them ourselves, right? That's right. You know, they show you the restaurants and the hotels and what's new here, what's new there. And we have our favorites, of course. And I was watching them, and I was like, you know, they're great, but that's not us. That's right. Because we're, we are different, so we need to do things our way. That's right. So why not just embrace our goofiness, our silliness, our love of the 80s, our love of Saturday Night Live skits, which we love to spoof all the time, That's right? right. And, and most of my inspiration comes from Joey. Oh. He'll say something very random. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right? You know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. Now. Very random. Something comes way out of left field, and you're like, what was that? Or I'll see him laughing hysterically at something, and I'm, and I'm I'm not getting it. And then he explained to me why he thinks something is funny. And yeah. I'm like, we can do that. <laughs> so I'm just going to use his inspiration yeah. too. Just, we went to Dino World just for fun. And I just brought the camera. And I honestly, I'm, I'm probably, I don't know how I'm the worst blogger in the world. <laughs> I am. I have nothing planned. I, I just pull out the camera and go, okay, let's just, you know, what the heck, let's just shoot this. And you were the one at Dino World who started like, ah. Some of them might make you cry a little bit. Yes, I definitely shed a tear too. You're <laughs> singing with the "This Is Me" song. I tell you what, I'm I'm still overjoyed over that "This Is Me" video. I hope we one day somewhere on the line, hope I can hear from that singer who did that song for the Greatest Showman and thank her. Thank you. Oh, hey, you never know. I'm still trying to. Look her up and maybe you can say that. That's right. right. Very, very nice of you. And yes, it features, yes, this is Joey's voice. 
that's the yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we, I, uh, I just want to say thank you so much for, for for taking a few minutes and joining us. And this is such, a, like I said, this is such a big, important month. And uh, before you do get out of here, let everybody know where they can find you on YouTube again and what we can look forward to. You got a couple of different shows you're working on. We're working on more um, of a daily thing about what I do for a living. So what's the name of your YouTube channel? This is my artist. <laughs> Yours may differ. Well, that's that's the name of the series that we're doing. That's Your right. channel is two words. It's ITS, and then the second word is Joey's World. That's right. Words. And on Instagram, you are it's Joey's World One. That's right. <laughs> okay. The first hashtag Joey rocks. No doubt about it. <laughs> I love it. He we definitely actually rocks. Just followed you guys. <gasps> Thank you, Derry. You're, You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you so much. This has been such a pleasure and such an honor to meet another wonderful family from Florida with a purse addiction. And an <laughs> she says I need more, that there's a whole role there. I know. There's a look whole role. Look, look at Joey looking closely at him. Yes. But this has been quite a pleasure. And thank you, uh, Jean, for having us on. We really appreciate it, especially for this important That's right. Yeah. And, and Joey, go Yanks, right? No doubt about it. <laughs> and, and boo Red Sox, right? That's right. I thought so. Oh. <sighs> so. See, now the other Joey may not want to hang out with you. That's no okay. doubt about it. I'm looking forward to anyone. <laughs> well, we don't, we'll, we'll have to definitely catch up in the parks, all of us, one time. You know? Yeah. So, so yeah. So hopefully we'll bump into you guys in the parks eventually. Like I said, I'll be a local in about 50 something days. And uh, I'd love to see you guys in the parks, man. Yeah. That would be so, so awesome. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be a cool day. All right. So then, so let's, let's just say this, Joey, Lisa, thank you so much for joining us in this uh, important episode. Uh, it was a pleasure to have you and we love your videos. We love the YouTube channel. So thank you so much for giving us a few minutes of your time. I know, I know you guys got a lot going on and those videos you make, I know you're a star. So to have thank a star you, on the I show today. That's right. Thank like, you very much. Oh, no problem. And like Sammy and Joey said, you are an inspiration to a lot of people. So keep up the good work and the great videos. Right. And, uh, and we'll see you soon, man. All right, I'll see you real soon. All right. And you too, Lisa. We'll see you as well. Thank you so much. Oh, thank, thank you. Thank you. Disney TV and Movie Minute. <laughs> okay, so the Disney TV and Movie Minute is brought to you by JSA Creations. So what does what does JSA Creations do? We make all your ears come true. Yes, they do. What do we have coming out? JSA Creations. Anything good? What do, what do we have? I mean, we already we released. Obviously, we just released Raya this week, um, which most you know everybody's seen or anyone that's come to our page. I don't think we'll have anything next week, but the following week we're hoping to have the Tres Caballeros. Yeah, that's kind of yeah. like I'm excited to all see what right. that looks like. Now yeah. we're talking. The Raya's were definitely a winner, man. I thought they were like one of my new favorite. My wife loved them. I loved them. I thought they were really cool. I love how they open like they're open eared. Yeah. yeah, very different, very cool. Thanks. And Pretty now cool. we get and now we get to look forward to these Trace Caballeros. Yeah. That. All right. So what do we got coming up on Disney Plus this week? So first up, uh, we got the uh, episode five and the Falcon and Winter Soldier. Uh, I've been following this one pretty much uh, on a weekly basis. Love it. If you haven't seen it, check it out getting really good and it's kind of kind of like WandaVision except where you kind of know what's going on in the beginning unlike WandaVision it does have a slow build as it's going and you just like that one they are introducing bigger and newer characters within the Marvel Cinematic Universe as it goes so definitely if you loved any of you know any of those movies you're gonna know and if you've seen most of them you're gonna know kind of what's going on and it's just awesome the way they've been the the writing on it's outstanding I gotta catch up I haven't I haven't sold the last two episodes oh yeah, there's some big, big things happening. No spoilers. Uh, 
Dan, I, I, I gotta check it. Staying up on this, Dan, or just I am not. No, I I will. I just haven't. Next up, we've got Earth Moods. Earth Moods transports viewers uh, to a vast array of colorful and calming calming corners of the world. Yours will travel to the blue glaciers, arid deserts, lush rainforests, and uh, pulsating metropolises to escape the cacophony of everyday life. I'll have to check it out. What else? All right. The next is The Kid Who Would Be King, which is about a boy named Alex. He's 12 years old, and his friends fight an eagle sorceress with the help of Excalibur, the sword of King Arthur, in a bid to save the world from her atrocities. Hey, listen. If you're going to throw uh, King Arthur's sword into it, it might be good. <laughs> I don't know. I knew you would I, say something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I just did. All right. White Fang 2, Myth of the White Wolf. The story revolves around White Fang and Henry, who get washed away by the ocean current. They land in a tribal area and help the tribal people save their sacred lands. Big Shot, it's episode one's coming up. A new series starring John Stamos as coach Marvin Korn, who is a hot-headed men's basketball coach that gets ousted from the NCAA. He is forced to take a coaching job at an all-girls high school, where he soon learns that teenage girls are more than just X's and O's. By learning how to connect with his players, Marvin starts to grow into the person he had always hoped to be. So Uncle Jesse is now a basketball coach. Well, because Lacking. Stamos is here, we already know you love it. What's that? I said because Stamos is here, we already know you're going to love this. I'm a Stamos guy. I'm a I like basketball shows and movies and sports movies and shows. So I think I'll probably like this Stamos guy too. I like yeah, I like Stamos a lot. So so is um, this like a serious show or is it more like Kitty? I think it's going to be not so much serious. But I don't think it's going to be kitty either. I think it's going to be for like, for, you know, maybe like your teens could watch it and be interested yeah. in it to young adults and, and, and the like. Okay. We also have Primal Fear season five. Survival instructor Hazen Odell ventures into the most inhospitable wilderness. He relies on his instincts and ancient survival techniques that he learned from the natives. I think it's Primal Survivor. What'd I say? Primal Fear. That's a movie. It is. <laughs> Richard Gear. <laughs> Well, this doesn't have gear in it. No. Oh, I'm not watching. Well, this he thing. was in season four. Oh. <laughs> All right, but yeah. So, so Primal Survivor season five. It sounds tremendous. Probably would have been better if it was Richard Gear, but it's Hazen Waddell. If I'm saying that correctly, but uh, yeah. So that's what I got for this week on Disney Plus. What about you, Dan? Well, I am. I'm continuing watching the Mighty Ducks. The uh, this week is Game Changers episode four. I'm really, really digging this show. I've only seen up, you know, two episodes, but I'm taking my time with it, and it's it's actually really funny. I think the humor in it is really good. Have you guys seen it? No, I, I, I haven't. Seen I, I want to see this, and I just, I haven't either. Yeah, check it out yet. But I'm definitely. If I tell working. you, it's a Marvel show. Will you watch? <laughs> No, probably. probably. No, I'll definitely check it out. I mean, listen, I like the original movie, so why not? Yeah. Let me question. Is this filmed on location like the original movies were too, like in Minnesota? I don't think it is. I Ah. think it's supposed to be, but it's not. See, that was always part of the charm, too, of the original movies is that they were in Minnesota, like... A lot of movies and shows, it's almost like the city and the town or the state becomes almost like a character in, in itself. And I felt like Minnesota was a lot of that for the original Mighty Ducks. So it's a shame that they didn't do it with the show if they if they aren't. Honestly, they don't so far have not really gone many places. Oh, really? <laughs> not really. It's hockey practice, the hockey ring, you know, home. It's they haven't gone that many places. Tight budget. They're not going anywhere, right? Well, little sidekick Nick is so good in this show. I, I love him. Next up, we got Treasure Buddies. I have not seen this. With the help of, I also don't know this name, Bobby. 
baby, not sure, the monkey, and Cammy the camel, the buddies head for ancient Egyptian ruins in search of treasure. So, so I take this as a real life. Couldn't that mm-hmm. monkey be Mammy the monkey and Cammy the camel? Like, couldn't we stick with something here and make it easier for me? Have you guys, uh, have you guys checked that out? That's going to be no, Dan. <laughs> now I'm going to have to watch it. Uh, next up is Rio, captured by smugglers when he was just a hatchling, a macaw named Blue, never learned to fly, and lives in a happily domesticated life in Minnesota with his human friend, Linda. Blue is thought to be the last of his kind when word comes that Jewel, a lone female, lives in Rio de Janeiro. Blue and Linda go to meet her. Animal smugglers kidnap Blue and Jewel, but the pair soon escape and begin a perilous adventure back to freedom. Oh, that's a lot for this. Yeah, I gotta be honest, a pretty lame week for Disney Plus this week. The Disney Dollar Game. Okay, today we have Chris playing for some Disney prizes. Tell us a little bit about yourself, Chris. Well, I'm 20. I, uh, I'm in college right now. I'm a sophomore. And uh, just went to Disney like two weeks ago. Yeah. Oh, cool. Uh, which, what, what college do you go to? I go to Texas State. Oh, Texas State. Okay, cool. All right. Well, uh, you, you ready for us to answer some Disney questions? Yeah. All right, cool. So... Let's go over the rules real quick, okay? We have three Disney categories, one of which you picked, and 10 questions per category. You have 10 seconds to answer each question. You get the first right, you move on to question two. You get the second right, you move on to question three, so on and so forth, all the way to question 10. You get question 10 correctly, you win the grand prize. We also have now, with the the new edition of this game, three magic extra magic hacks, as Dan likes to call them. And they are, the first one is Fast Pass. That's where you could skip the question you're on. We also have Hidden Mickey. That means you're turning that question into a multiple choice question. And we also have Park Hop. Uh, that's where you could switch the categories from the one you're in into one of the other categories that you had chosen for you. You just got to yell that before the 10 seconds is up and we switch you right over or we skip the question or we give you a multiple choice and then you get to go from there. You have three prizes that you could win. You get the first question right. You get a Disney Underground pen. You get the second question right. We have a big fat panda pin from his big fat panda pin collection. And you get the third question right. The grand prize is a $25 gift card brought to you by Magical Travels by Brian. So uh, any questions, Chris, before we start? No, I don't think so. Okay, so your three three categories were Pinocchio, Magic Kingdom, and 1990s Disney movies. Which category did you select? I'm going to go with Pinocchio. All right, you're going with Pinocchio. All right, so give me two seconds. Let me get the uh, our timer ready. Chris, you ready? Yeah. All right. So remember, the buzzer, I'm sorry, the timer starts after the question is completed. And then you have 10 seconds to answer it. Got to answer it in before the buzzer. And then uh, and away we go. All right, Chris, here we go. Question number one for your Pinocchio category. What is the name of Pinocchio's conscience? Give me a cricket. All right, here we go. Back into it. Question number two. What is the name of Pinocchio's father? Geppetto. You got it right. We're on a good streak here. Yeah, there you go. It's two. Number three in Pinocchio, what is the name of Geppetto's cat? Uh, uh, Oh, he's gone. He's gone. Because now, Gene, he's hopefully by using that, he's hopefully going to find a way out. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So we're fast passing this. And... All right, still remaining in Pinocchio, what color is the feather in Pinocchio's hat? Oh, my God. You'd think it would be easy, but you just never really think about it. So, Hidden Mickey. Hidden Mickey. Oh, 
Okay. All right. Here are your choices. A, blue, B, yellow, C, red, or D, taupe. Red. All right. You got it right. Gene, I liked how you got your taupe in there. It's my favorite color, man. (laughs) All right. We got three, correct? Is that where we're at? Yep. All right. Who brings Pinocchio to life? Keep in mind, you do yeah, have one more extra magic hack if you want to park use hop? it. Yeah. He's going to park hop. So where do you want to go? Do you want to go to 1990s Disney films or do you want to go to Magic Kingdom? You know Magic Kingdom more than 90s films? Because uh, this is you can't park so. hop again. I just learned recently, so I hope so. All right. All right. Magic Kingdom. So we would start on question four for Magic Kingdom. I got it. Ooh, this is tough, Chris. This is tough. How tall is Cinderella's castle in the Magic Kingdom? Oh, I want to say it's like 599. I know it's just before the limit, right before like the regulation. (laughs) Signal the 20,000 league submarine, Gene. Oh, no, Chris. Unfortunately, that is incorrect. 189 feet. Oh, wow. That was way over Common knowledge, right, by all of us. <laughs> hey, that's that's they, that's why they're hard, man. You got to earn it. these. You got to earn these prizes. But I you do. They said, uh, they said like the federal regulations, so that they don't have to put like the red bar on it, is like two hundred. So they cut it like right before. Yeah, yeah. They do that with a lot of different things. They got there too. Like everything's like one ninety nine, one eighty nine. But hey, we want to thank you for playing. You, you did win a uh, Disney Underground podcast pen, so we'll get that out to you. Um, I'll reach out to you on Instagram. We'll get your. Uh, your uh, shipping info, and we'll get that out to you. Look at these split on what, Dan? The Pony Express, of on course. Pony, on the Pony Express. But thanks again for playing. We'd love to have you on again sometime. And, uh, you know, make sure you tune in. And then we always have prizes going on. We always have the $500 gift cards. And so you always have chances to win. So make sure you just tune in and, and, and try again, man. Regardless, Gene, we have a rip-roaring day regardless. That's true. It's true. Thanks for joining us, buddy. Thank you for having me. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Okay, so that's going to bring us to this week's Disney Topic Talk. And this week, we actually have an important subject. It is Autism Awareness Month. So we thought it would be a great idea to share some some tips and some ideas of how to handle a day at the park when you might have a special needs family member with you. I know it's a very overwhelming um, experience for a lot of people. Some people don't want to book a trip because they find, they might find it very overwhelming to do. But um, I don't, you know, for anyone that's not familiar with the show or with Joey and Sam, they have a son, Aiden, who is on the spectrum. So I thought it would be a great opportunity for them to come on and kind of uh, share some of their experiences, some of their um, some of their tips, which obviously won't work for everybody. Everyone's different, but they go often enough. You guys are there, what, five, six times a year, right? Yeah, at least at least five, six times a year. So if there's anybody that knows how to navigate through Disney, it would be you guys. So I felt like this is, you know, it's, it's Autism Awareness Month. I just felt like this was the perfect timing for us to really kind of have you guys give some insight to being able to, to plan something that's overwhelming for anybody at any time, let alone having someone that they um, have a special needs family member. So I thought who better than someone that has mastered really that that process is you guys have you guys come on and, and and let's talk about it you know couldn't agree more so let's let's get into it i want to start off i want to say that this is a lot of trial and error so all the stuff that i'll be mentioning is stuff that 
worked for us that might not necessarily work for everybody else. And I'll mention a couple of things that we did try that didn't work out for us, but a lot of trial and error. Like this took a lot. We all have our own personalities, our own likes, dislikes. And, and but even certain things that you said like didn't work, maybe it would work for somebody else. So, mention, yeah. you know, and just in general, you know, kids, they go through different stages. So we thought something worked. And then the next time we went and it didn't work because he grew out of whatever the thing was. Like I said, it's a lot of trial and error. And the beginning, the beginning was rough. Beginning was really rough. Yeah. I tried to come up with short list, but there's so many things that I wanted to talk about. But the first one that I want to, or I guess what I would tell parents is prepare. For example, we would watch YouTube videos of shows. So if we were going to Epcot, we would Google what type of shows, what type of parades, anything that that they was going on, we would try to YouTube a video so he could see it. So he knew what was what to expect. Another thing we did, especially if it was like a new ride or even a new restaurant, we would go look on YouTube or Google like pictures of whatever the restaurant looked like. So for example, you know, when Aiden first went to Joy Depot, he watched for two weeks straight videos on how to build his droid. And he was so fixated on, okay, what do I do when I first walk in? What does it look like? By the time it was, you know, the day that we were finally building the, the droid, he was like a pro. He went in there. He didn't even need the cast member to tell him how to do it. He was so confident and so happy that I kind of, it was pretty cool to see. So to me, I would say prepare in whichever way per that word means to you. So if you if it means to watch YouTube or get books on it, magazines, Google, whatever it is, I would always say prepare. And to go with that, you could do so if you already know that uh, whoever it is that has autism or something like that, if they struggle with, let's say, a, a lot of times like fireworks and stuff. So if you know they're going to struggle with the, the loud uh, sounds, the banging and stuff like that, um, headphones, like that type of pre preparedness as well. The YouTube videos were good because this way, Aiden already had a familiarity with what he saw. I remember when we went to Universal for the first time because we, you know, we wanted to wait till he got a little bit. I think he was four or five when we first went. He was five. We, you know, we want to wait. He was big enough so he could ride, you know, a lot of the rides there. And I remember he was obviously Universal has some really cool, uh, you know, properties. So he loves, you know, Transformers, the Mummy, and like stuff like that. And I remember when we first, he had seen it so many times. Um, the ride itself. And then of course the outside of the ride, what it looks like when we had first got there, I remember when we were walking down the, uh, you know, inside universal and we turned that corner and he saw the mummy ride. I mean, he just flipped like super excited because he just remembered it. So that's the kind of stuff it is. And he understood what the cues look like. Cause you know, you, you, you watch these videos where you see people film all the way through the cues and all. So he, he knew everything. So everything was familiar to him. So it made it easier for him. So he understood what was going on and he had stuff to look forward to. And then, yeah, when it comes to like the, the, the fireworks, we started bringing the, uh, the headphones mm -hmm. where he could wear them because the sounds were so bad. I remember a couple of times we got caught literally uh, underneath them, like at Magic Kingdom or even at the uh, Hollywood Studios. Yeah. So, you know, there's a lot of ways, but she's right. You know, prepare for that type of stuff, especially if you kind of know their, you know, their triggers and things like that. From that, what I get is taking a lot of the overwhelmingness away because there's enough of that probably that goes on, but the videos must really help with not being immersed into the mummy ride for the very first time with no knowledge. Yeah, he knows what to expect. And again, for him, that worked. Maybe somebody else, it wouldn't, but for him, it, it helped uh, tremendously. Well, let's be honest. I mean, even for 
people without, I mean, Disney, as Gene said, can be very overwhelming. And not to mention that Joy deal, I did it and it is a lot to take in. So yeah. I could see how that would help. Okay. So another thing that we tried was creating a visual schedule of what our day was going to look like. So we didn't actually do like, okay, from nine to 10, we're going to do this or 10. We didn't do time-wise because that always, for some reason, led us to disappointment if we didn't make it at the time. We would just create a basic, like a visual schedule of, okay, we're going to have breakfast. We're going to do three rides and then we're going to have lunch. I kind of did it like that. More like first, second, third, rather than saying time, because the time for some reason gave him too much anxiety where he was constantly like, okay, what time is it? What time is it? Are we late? Are we early? So we didn't actually do that. Now, instead of doing, you know, creating a visual schedule, we just do a verbal. We just say, okay, listen, we're going to do these three things and then we'll go here. For us, it kind of gave him something to look forward to. So to us, creating a schedule is super important for him. Yeah. And sure, if you find that you're putting the schedule farther apart, kind of like you said, too, gives you room for possible problems, any kind of episodes that might pop up with stuff you had no idea was going to trigger something. And with him, and specifically with him, and I Obviously, there's kids on the spectrum. A lot of them are like this where they like structure yeah. and they like, yeah, they like their, everything has to be, not have to be, but it's, they're just, they're very used to routine. And this isn't obviously Disney's not a routine, but they do like the structure. So yeah. letting him kind of know Sammy, you know, or, or myself, we would just let him know, especially Sammy, because she always would lay out the stuff. Hey, listen, we're going to go, we're going to hit these three rides. And his big thing is we always got to go to Haunted Mansion first because that's like his favorite. And then say, all right, we're going to hit three rides and then we're going to do lunch. But we would never, like, she said we wouldn't really set specific times because like you said you got to give yourself leeway because sometimes it just doesn't work that way so it was yeah. just easier to kind of say we want to do this this and this and not really set a time frame we just get it done so another one i have is super important this was definitely something that we had to do and it was we call it the bag of goodies so joey always carried a book bag full of snacks but I carried Easy all Jean. like the toys. <laughs> Easy, he saw me so he started fidget. He's like, oh, okay. I oh, heard snacks. I perked right up. I'm paying attention now. Okay, <laughs> I'm sorry. Joey always had the snacks. And unfortunately, in the beginning, Aiden did not like any Disney snacks. So we had to bring our own snacks. But as far as for me, I always would bring Ziploc bags filled of toys. So either a bag of slime, Play-Doh, action figures. I would even do like Lego minifigures. So to us, you know, I always recommend, even if you go to the dollar store and get some coloring books, something to surprise them each day, I felt that it made Aiden excited. Even we're at restaurants and we're trying to eat, that would entertain him. Or if we're waiting for a show to start, that would entertain him. Something because unfortunately, Aiden struggled a lot with waiting and transitions. So going from a ride to a parade, it was hard because he just has to sit there and wait until the show starts. So I always had to bring a bag filled of anything. And he loved his little either Disney cars or Hot Wheels or planes, anything. We always had 10 little, you know, sandwich bags filled each of them with different ones. And of course, labeled because Aiden loved everything labeled. <laughs> and <laughs> We couldn't mix Hot Wheels cars with Disney cars. No way. That was not allowed. What were you thinking? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <right. laughs> that was Everyone not knows allowed. that. 
But it was good because it came in handy, you know, if, for example, if Aiden needed a moment, you know, we needed to take a break from everything, we would, you know, go to a quiet spot, he would sit on the floor and he would play and it just helped him. It kind of soothed him knowing that he had something from home brought to the park. Like, you know, that's one good thing about Disney with that, because although it's so chaotic, there are so many areas that you can get away, get isolated if you need to and do that exact thing. So that probably worked out well. Yeah. Yeah. And also, um... Actually, I'm trying to think like circling back to where we would do the YouTube videos. A lot of times we would do it. I think like you said, like a week ahead, we would start watching the Disney movies and the stuff a little more to get him amped up for the like kind of excited for the trip. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, like she said, with the toys, it was cool because it was funny that we have Disney Plus now. And the reason why I say that is because even with all the toys and all the little trinkets and all that stuff, sometimes he just, especially if, if it was a, you know, it could be a real hot day. We're kind of in line, even in the fast pass lane, having a movie, one of the Disney movies, which again, it's familiar to him that he liked, especially when he was much younger, we would put it on the phone. The problem was there was no Disney plus back then. We would have to load up as many movies as we could on either an iPad or a phone that we already owned, which you could only fit so many because they're huge. And then, or you could only get little snippets of these videos on YouTube because they can't put the full thing. And some of them would be dubbed with other audio like it was it was a pain in the butt so it made it very difficult i mean now it would be super easy but they just didn't have that you know five years ago so that type of stuff was it made it a little more difficult but that worked as well like the ipad not just him sitting there like a drone but sometimes it would especially if we were you know what waiting in a line to either leave the park or even to get there where especially uh like the monorail or something or even the you know you got to wait for a couple of the ferries you're going to be there for a little bit so those would hold him over for you know extended periods other than just moving through a line to get on a ride that worked out you know really well yeah, a next important thing, the disability access card, which uh, people are just starting, not just starting to find out about, but a lot of people we find still don't know about this. This is actually can be a, well, not can be, it's probably one of the most important things you can do because what you do is in any of the parks and you only have to do this once. So let's say if you're there for a week, you only need to do it the first time you go. So you basically walk in. So let's say you go to Magic Kingdom. And at this point, as soon as you walk in, you're going to go to your left. You're going to go to customer service. And basically you're going to tell them, hey, I need to get a disability access pass. And they'll say, oh, it's for who, you know, who's it for? You say, oh, it's for my son. And then they say, okay. So what they do is they'll take his magic band. They'll scan it, put his information. And then who else? They'll ask you who all's in the group and they'll scan everybody's band that's with you. And then basically it, it keeps everybody as a group. That's the only time you have to do it. So if you come back, you know, if you go the next day to a park, the day after that, it, you don't, you're, you're good for, I think it's 60 days. Yeah. And I yeah. think they extended it now. Well, it's at least that I know that. So it's at least uh, 60 days long, but it's no for the trip. So it's not like you got to keep doing it every morning. Basically what it is, it's, it's like a fast pass and then they'll scan it right there and then they'll give you a return time. If it, we found that if it's under 30 minutes, a lot of times they'll just let you walk on right there. If it's over 30 minutes, they'll usually give you a return time. But this is huge because obviously just like a fast pass, you don't have to wait in line for it. You already picking your three fast passes, right? So you pick those plus you'll scan something. So you'll start going through your stuff and after you scan it and then you ride whatever you ride as you're walking, if we're going to something else that we have a fast pass for, I would literally just walk to a different ride that we knew we were going to ride after that and scan it ahead of time. This way, when they give us a return time, by the time we got off the first ride we're going to, we pretty much, and we could just hit ride after ride after ride. So we can blow through a lot of these parks, no problem. It's great because obviously these kids can't wait, you know, standing in line too much. So, so it just gives you a return time. So you can go off and do whatever you got to do, eat, go to another ride or something else. And then come back and then, you know, you're in a short, you know, fast pass line, basically. 
I believe they used to do this with uh, before the magic bands with a different kind of a wristband that they actually did back then that kind of did the same thing, not as technology advanced as what it is now, which is, that sounds really cool. But yeah, that's a, that's a huge one. So we urge uh, parents, definitely when you do this, make sure you get this because it will help you out. Especially when they're small, Aiden, he could only wait in line for like 15 minutes. Yeah, that was like the, that That was was like like the the max. And we would have to tell a cast member, listen, I'm going to wait in line. My husband's going to be with my son. And when I'm ready, can you just let him in? Even to, to take pictures yeah. of the characters. You yeah, have would, to do it that yeah, way. Yeah, we would have her wait in. I remember when we would go to Hollywood Studios and we were there in, um, to see The Incredibles um, yeah. to get pictures with them. I know she would wait in line or, and I would stand outside or, or vice versa. I would stand in line and she would. We would just tell them and they have no problem with it. Basically, they'll let you in the back door. So yeah. wait in line. You say, oh, um, I was just waiting in line. Can, and then they'll let them right in. And we did that with just about all of them. Because, you know, the character weights can be a long wait because you just you can't scan for all of them. That is definitely that's important. Definitely make sure you get that. And so. actually talking about characters, um, one of the things that helped us with taking pictures of characters, we would do character dining. That way the character comes to him. We're not waiting in line. Mm-hmm. And it replaced us having to wait in line at the parks when it's hot. We're at a restaurant. The characters are coming to him he's more calm he's fed so to us that was not as angry as gene (laughs) (laughs) but it replaced like having to take pictures with unless it's like a specialty character that's not out of dining but to us it definitely was something that we loved okay so for the character dining also another thing that i thought was pretty cool is the characters knew almost that he was on, they knew he was on the spectrum. They were very patient with him. If they saw him entertain with his cars, they would sit right next to him and play with cars with them. So I thought it was pretty cool. You get more one-on-one and you don't have to stand in line and wait in the heat. You don't have to wait in the lines. All the characters come to you. They sit there, take the time to take the pictures. It makes it much easier. Even he didn't even have to get out of his chair because they would basically, you know, they would sit next to him and take the picture. So, because he would get very, where we're like, come on, stand up. He just, he didn't like it. He didn't like standing up, you know, so. I get it. So yeah, that that part of it made it a lot easier. Yeah, and another tip is taking breaks. You know, some of us, when we go to Disney, we're so excited. We want to hit ride every ride, go try food and stuff like that. But taking a break is very important, especially in the summer. You know, either taking a break by watching a show or parade or even going back to the hotel, taking a nap, watching TV, something, going to the pool some type of break throughout the day because I noticed that when we went closed, it was just a disaster. It was just one meltdown after another and it ends up being more work on us and it just kind of took the fun away. It's just... Yeah, we figured we, you know, we kind of started figuring out a routine where we would go, you know, obviously rope drop in the morning very early because he was up anyway because he was so excited and then we would, I think around 12 or 1 o'clock, we would head back to the hotel get into the AC, get out of the crowds and all that stuff. Maybe even take a shower, change clothes, hopefully get a nap in and then go back refreshed, you know, about four, four, five, six o'clock. Sun's coming down. It's not as hot. Some of the crowds start thinning out a little bit because everybody's kind of the ones that have been there since the morning, they're coming out of there. So yeah, that helped a lot. And one of the things that Joey had mentioned earlier, headphones, Disney can be so overwhelming, like just seeing everything, the sounds, the smell. Aiden did not like fireworks until this day. He really doesn't like fireworks even though we've shown you videos about fireworks and and he likes them he likes you know watching them but the of hearing it no way that's not something that he or even writing barnstormer it's loud for him he feels like it's loud the tomorrowland speedway we usually bring the headphones for that ride too because to him it's loud so i feel like headphones definitely doesn't always have to be fireworks it can be for for anything just for him to have some type of quiet time when he's having a break so that's another thing I think a lot of parents kind of overlook the firework 
you know, dynamic because it can be an effect on so many people. And yeah. when you're there and it happens and it's, let's say it's the first time because a lot of people don't go to Disney more than once. Mm-hmm. What do you do? It's like, you're in the thick of it then, right? Yeah. <laughs> so by all means. You're absolutely right about that. I remember this one time we were just, we got off a ride and we were just walking to the next ride and the fireworks came on. That was when we were by Dumbo. We were by, by, Dumbo, we were by yeah. Dumbo in the tent. I had to grab Aiden. Aiden must have been four years old. And I had to run into the bathroom and duck under the sink and just stay there with him because I had I wasn't prepared. Like I didn't have the headphones with me. Yeah. I'm I'm trying to they're in my bag, but I'm trying to look for them. But it was at this point it was too late. They were just so loud. He was just freaking out. Yeah, you're pretty close at that point. Yeah, yeah we're we super were literally, close. We were literally like right under it. So it yeah. was where it was coming from. So it made it even, you know, made it that much worse. So we learned to try to make sure. And that's the hard part is if you're not paying, you know, cause you're there, you're doing stuff and it's getting at nighttime. You're not paying attention. It, it hits 10 o'clock. Things start, you know, at the time that these things were going off. So if you're not paying attention, there's no like warning. for it. it Yeah. Happens. Yeah. And I mean, and Disney makes it. So wherever you are in the park, you know, you got a good vantage point. It's really loud. So everybody out there that hasn't been there yet, I mean, trust us, it, it is it is something that can really affect people, yeah. young, young and old, for that yeah. matter. But yeah. we did find the headphones do work. I mean, it helps quite a bit. Yeah. In fact, there's been a couple of times where we didn't have it. He would allow, he would basically want to watch, but he would grab your hands. So you would, I would sit there and have to hold my hands <laughs> over his ears. He was fine with it. All right. So another tip is having a plan A, B, and C, because sometimes things just happen. Prepare for meltdowns. Try to watch your child and see for trigger points. So, for example, even if it is another another kid crying, that would trigger Aiden. He would get so angry every time a kid would cry. Like, really angry at the parents, not at the child, at the parents. He would get so mad. So we knew if we heard a baby crying, we had to move him away, especially from the parent, and go the, other, the opposite way, you know? So listening... To your child is super important because whether they're thirsty, they're hot, they're hungry, the sounds, figuring out what is it that triggers your child and making sure that's part of your your A, B, or C, whichever that is. Another thing that people don't know about baby care centers, they have one in each park. It's a convenient place to feed, change, or nurse your little one. So it's also a place where if your child needs a break, has there's AC, that you can go ahead and take your child there if your child needs a break. Also... So the one at Magic Kingdom is by the first aid. I want to see it's the first aid. Okay. It would probably make sense if they're probably by all the first aids, I would imagine. Yeah. So yeah, so having just a plan A, B, and C just because sometimes things don't go as planned. So having a backup plan is something that I always recommend. And then another tip I have is talking to cast members. When you're going to go see a show, we always found that talking to a cast member, they would put us in by the exit. Just in case Aiden was having a moment, we wouldn't interrupt anybody around us. We would just be by the exit. We'd just get up and leave. That was very useful, especially we did use, we did that one time during the Bell Live show at Hollywood Studios. Yes. It was so hot because it's outdoor. Aiden was just not having it. And we just were able to just pick up, go. We didn't interrupt anybody. We just kind of left the talking to cast members has been very useful and helpful because they they accommodate you so whether for example we went to we wanted to see the fireworks Aiden wanted to see it but he still wasn't 100% sure on I don't know my ears are gonna hurt I don't want to so a cast member was like listen I'm gonna put you guys in a spot it was like a VIP spot and he's like if he doesn't like it you can just open the rope and just go like it doesn't you're not going to 
be right in the middle where you can't go anywhere. Yeah, basically, yeah. She, I remember she had asked, we saw the cast member. It was before the fireworks. Everybody's kind of lining up in front of the castle. And she says, listen, my son struggles with the loud sounds. What would be, what would you recommend being a good place to take him where he could still see it? And he goes, oh, follow me. He looked at it, took us over to like a VIP section, opened up a rope where it was just us. Literally, it was a huge area. And it was like the perfect spot in front of the, the castle. I don't think we had the earphones at the time. So Aiden just let me put my hands over his ears. And um, we watched it that way the whole time. So if you just talk to a cast member, you'd be surprised sometimes. We weren't even really asking for right. that. That's just what they did. But then, of course, very Disney. So Yeah, I yeah. mean, deal with this all the time. Yeah. You know, so they're there to help for sure. Absolutely. So definitely lean on them. Um, or don't be afraid to. They a lot of times would surprise you. Even if you ask them, like, "Oh, where do you think I take I take a break?" You know, they have so many suggestions, and they can help you out. So definitely, I would if you see that you're not 100 percent sure where to go, what to do, I would ask a cast member. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, people traveling with anyone that has a disability is the one place for sure that has your back. You know, and knows that they're going to deal with this, does deal with it, and is really looking forward to actually helping you. And I remember that story you just, you told from before. And it's, I hope people don't hold back, you know, and and don't ask and feel like they're imposing. Or like you said, Joey, it's not like you were asking for the the goal, you know, the red carpet treatment in a special spot. You just wanted to be proactive on it and they want to step beyond. Which is, as you guys know. Disney cast members do that all the time. Yeah. And that's the thing too, is like, and it's like, I kind of, but Dan said is, I think a lot of people feel like they don't want to feel like they are burdening a cast member with something else. But I feel like a lot of times when you go to them, they like being able to help. Yeah. I know. And I know that sounds corny. Like, Oh, who likes, but I think I really feel like they do get enjoyment out of making people's trips better, man. And, 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 and helping people that might need a helping hand at times. And I I really do feel that 99.9% of the cast members actually do walk away from those, those experiences like they get something out of those encounters too, not just the guest. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. I feel absolutely. like they genuinely feel good about helping people. Well, absolutely. You, you, I mean, it's you get that a lot. So we've experienced that a few times when it's come to aid, whether it be the fireworks or allowing us to to slip into a line while one of us waits and stuff like that, where they accommodate you for stuff like that. So my last tip is taking in the moment. Planning a trip, whether it's to Disney anywhere with a special needs child is super stressful because you don't know if you're forgetting something, what you should, what you should, what should you bring? How do you plan? It's overall, like, especially Disney, it can be very overwhelming for special needs parents. Cause you're like thinking, well, okay, well, is it going to be crowded? Maybe the crowd's going to trigger or anything like it's super stressful. So my last tip would be is to take it in. Once you're there, you're there, take in the little small steps, you know, for us, we had so many moments with Aiden at Disney. You know, there was this one time that we didn't know if Aiden was going to do the Jedi training. We were scared. Honestly, we learned like, okay, we told the cast member, you know, hey, listen, he's on the spectrum. I don't know. He might stand up on stage and just run. run. <laughs> I don't know. Like, and I remember you know, that. I, Joe, was, I was super nervous. We were so scared. And Aiden went up. I, my sister went up too, because she, you know, my sister and Aiden are only five years apart. They both went up and I'm on FaceTime with Aiden's BCBA. We're both in tears, just seeing Aiden up there and like fighting Kylo Ren. Like he knew the steps. He paid attention to what they were telling him. And it was like, you're like, man, like all of this planning actually like made everything worth it. Like this one part made everything worth it at that moment. So Mm -hmm. I would say take it in because it's stressful. And no matter what, if plan A didn't go through or B or C, whatever, just take in the moment because you're there already. And it's 
pretty neat. So taking the moment, you know, another story I have that is one of my favorites. It's the Ohana story. Do you remember when we took the kids to Ohana? Of course, I remember. <laughs> we felt like terrible parents because they came out and they're doing their little dance and they're taking all the kids around the whole restaurant. And I was so nervous. I was in tears. I was like, oh my God, Aiden just left. Oh my gosh, maybe I should have told the cast member. Maybe I should have told somebody. I don't know that he was on the spectrum. But he we just, didn't, yeah, we didn't know if he was coming back. I was like, no is he going to run? Is he going to scream that he didn't see us? And he just did the little, was it the conga dance that they did? Yeah. And my sister didn't go because she was super embarrassed. And he went by himself and I was just freaking out. And next thing you know, he was, he came all the way back and he was super happy. And it was like, I don't know, it was like an accomplishment yeah, for us because we were freaking out. Sometimes mm-hmm. you just let go. I'm yeah. sure there's That's those awesome. moments though, where you just like, why did that work? Yeah. Right? Cause you're like always anticipating these things, but like, sometimes it's like, well, what, why did that work? And this one didn't. And you prepared probably for some, and you know what I mean? It's like, you yep. never know. And we've had it where sometimes we will do something and it, we're like, oh, we don't know why that works, but it worked. We'll do it again. And then when you do it again, it doesn't work that time. So yeah. it might've just worked one time, you know, cause I remember when we first uh, started going, we were able to get him to take a nap when we would come back to the, uh, the hotel when he was two and three. And then, yeah, that pretty much went away. So it worked. The naps worked at first and then they stopped working. So then it was just kind of entertain him while we could try and take a nap. It was very tough. Yeah. It was one of those things where we had to kind of adjust for that too. And then it got to be where he could, we didn't have to take the break in the middle of the day because he can go all the way through. But then we knew he'll go till his battery runs out. I mean, to the point of just not just the kid falling asleep. I mean, just he has nothing left. So he'll, he'll, you know, run for 12 hours, but then when he's done, he's done, done, done. So there have been times I remember the worst time was we were by the dwarf mine train and it was getting, you know, late fireworks had already happened. And I think the park was staying open till like 11 or 12 that night. And we're at dwarf mine train. He asked, he was tired. He asked me to pick, you know, to, to carry him. So now I got to walk with this kid from the dwarf mine train <laughs> all the way back to the front of the park monorail and it wasn't even the monorail we ended up going on the the ferry all the way back to the parking lot through all that my arms were i couldn't even feel them anymore joey yeah you're built like the incredible hulk (laughs) what are you talking about i can complain about that you don't get to complain about that you now know the hulk's weakness dude (laughs) yeah man listen if it was me i i'd have no choice but to leave and come back the next day for him (laughs) but you (laughs) <laughs> You're built back. like the Incredible Hulk for those for those who don't know don't know Joey because we're on the radio not or on a podcast not on video. Dude, let me tell you something. My arms were on fire. <laughs> I was, that the trip I that remember I was that we stayed at Animal sweating. Kingdom. Oh yeah, and that was the same trip. And uh, she says we stayed at Animal Kingdom, and if you stay there. We happen to stay because, you know, Animal Kingdom only has, unlike some of these others, Art of Animation, it's got like one entrance. So you go through the main entrance, unless I'm completely ignorant to the other ones. And we happen to be staying. You would go in and through the atrium and you'd make a left. And it was like six miles down all the way at the end of the of the of the, the place. And I remember we pulled up. It was pouring rain. We pull up in the in the in the car because a lot of times what I would do is I would pull up under the overhang, even if it wasn't raining. Sammy would get out with Aiden and then go to the room. I would go and park and then I'd walk myself back in there. Well, he was knocked out, so he's gotten to the point where he was too big where she can't carry him at all. So I got to f- foot the bill on that one. So I got to get out. I grab him. It was the same thing of walking the distance of Magic Kingdom. I walk in <laughs> all the way to the back, carry him all the way. And I kid you not, we got to the room. And again, on my arms were on fire and I'm literally sweating because I'm just 
trying to hold my arms were shaking. It was so bad. When we got to the room, I was like, geez, man, they got to find a better way to do this. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's brutal when it comes to stuff like that, especially as he got older and he wanted to be he's still like now he's, you know, he's going to be eight. He's huge. And he's still sometimes I'm like, Aiden, we can't just pick you up anymore. Like he wants to get on my shoulders. I'm like, you could do it for a few minutes, but you're just, you know, at, at almost 80 pounds. It's not going to work, bud. But even now, even though we don't always go back to the hotel, we do take breaks. We'll try to sit on the floor, play. We'll we'll do like rock, paper, scissor, or we'll just we'll do like scenarios. Or we try to take a break. Well, I will he say does this. the ultimate rock, paper, scissors. I remember rock, paper, scissors. We would do it online. We would be down there. He had the ultimate rock, paper, scissors games. He did. He was adding all kinds of stuff. He would do like rock, paper, scissor, lava. Yeah, he was changing all kinds of stuff. He had typhoons. He had had missiles. It was ridiculous. But I tell you what, it's not the same anymore as it was when we started when he was two. Obviously, he's going to be almost eight now. Things are a lot different now. Way different. We don't have to plan like we used to. Not like this. It's not like it was. He he is a Disney. He's a professional, pretty much. He knows everything about it. The lines. And obviously, as he's gotten older, as he's gotten more therapies and stuff, he's He's very much just a regular Disney goer. So it's, we don't have to worry about that stuff anymore. I mean, we still bring the toys just. Yeah. We, we you know, you just don't want to entertain him because he still wants to be entertained, but it's yeah. not the same anymore. You know, you don't really get, you might have him where he gets cranky, but we don't really get the meltdowns like we used to. Not especially on a regular basis. Those things are like, we're past those days. He's much older now. So I mean, we still have the meltdowns, but it's. Well, that's why I said he gets as, cranky yeah. where he gets like that, but it's not a, it's not because of he's overwhelmed because of crowds that doesn't, doesn't care about that. It could be the heat hungry, or he just woke up on the wrong side of the bed that day. He could be on a low carb diet. Like Gene. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even carbs. It's just lightweight, man. I'm eating like bland stuff, but I'll tell you one thing I noticed about Aiden though. He's got great taste in comedy. Oh, here we go. Just saying. I hate you guys for today. (laughs) (laughs) Well, one cool thing that I think over the years that was pretty cool is that right before we would go on a Disney trip, my sister and I would both go to Aiden's therapy, you know, class and we would do some training on scenarios like okay when he when this happens this is what you need to do and it was pretty cool because my sister's only five years older than Aiden so we would both take these classes so that we knew okay when he when something happens this is how we should you know react this is how we should do it that to me was pretty cool because you know she was she's young you know so at at, when Aiden was five she was 10 so for her to have that in her and wanting to help Aiden that's another cool thing that I I think that we yeah did. for her age man she was very good at it she knows Aiden, she just she knows Aiden really well so she knows how how he gets or when he's having a moment or something like that she's really good with him yeah so, so every year she would both of us we would take a day and just spend a you know a couple hours at his school and they would train us on how on how to help him. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, so it was cool. But yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, listen, and like she said, it's still, no matter how many steps we give you, it's still a lot of trial and error. You got to mm-hmm. see what works, what doesn't. And then, you know, if you are a family that continues to go quite a bit, things will change as they go. You know, when he couldn't wait in line before, now he can. Or if he, you know, like you said, the um, the fireworks that bother him, it's not the same anymore. It still bothers him, of course, but he knows exactly what it is and he, he can cover his own. Like he doesn't, it's not like we got to, <laughs> we got to run for the gate um, if we forget that they're going off or something like that. I think it's a lot easier because we didn't stop going. We just continued and he just got kind of got used oh, to yeah. it. Oh yeah. He's used to, he knows, you know, he's used to the lines. He's used to everything else. Knows his favorite rides. So was there a ride that you went on like in the beginning that really, you were really questioning it? Face Mountain. Yeah. You we know, it's funny. Up yeah. Until- for good reason, people. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, what's funny about that is he's written, I mean, loves Everest. And you already know how intense Everest is. Yeah. He's super fast. And loves Everest. Everest is one of his favorites. I mean, he, he'll flip out if we go there and don't ride Everest. We could not get him on the rock and roller coaster. Another super intense roller coaster rides these things but we were concerned with space mountain which of course is nowhere near as fast as these other ones because he couldn't sit next to you with right. those you would either grab your hand or something like that where those you know you have to be someone sitting in front so for the longest uh, this is why he talks about it now he didn't ride it until just this last trip or uh, two trips ago wow. basically this year for the yeah. first time and he's almost eight he's been God, five, six times a year since he was two. So he's been a ton of times, but we were always scared about that. So this this last time we put him in between us. We had Sammy sitting behind him. I was sitting in front. He was in the middle, you know, kind of protected. Right. So we went on it. He loved it. We get off and we're, we're going to ride again. This and was another trip. Yeah, the next trip we went, he was looking forward to it this time. But this time he's like, daddy, I want to ride. I want to be in the front. Okay. And I'll be, I'll be damned. He rides the whole thing. No problem. And now, you know, Space Mountain is one of his favorites. He did it and, and it was a milestone and it's something that, you know, we took it in and we kind of enjoyed it. Yeah. It's weird too with those rides because sometimes you don't, you know, there's certain rides that like I can't handle Space Mountain hardly, but I loved Everest. And you just can't explain why certain rides your body or mind reacts differently to. Them. Yep. And Everest is much more intense, much more intense. Plus it goes backwards and well, that's the thing. Yeah. And that's what I know the backwards is a lot of people don't like that. He had seen Everest online and he was infatuated with the Yeti. Loves Yetis and all that type of thing and the Bigfoots. And he's just into that mythical creature. He's into all that stuff. So yeah. he wants to ride this thing. Now I know what it's this ride is like. So I'm like, Aiden, this thing is pretty intense, buddy. Are you good? He wants to ride it. Loves the broken track and all this whole thing. Again, he would just hold on the whole thing. Loved it. You know, it, I guess the, the point to take out of this, as as Sam and Joey laid out, is you don't need to be overwhelmed. Just, I mean, I think the biggest thing I think I got out of that was just prepare. Because if you're prepared and with a backup plan for your preparation, always have a backup plan or and maybe even a, a second backup plan. It's very much doable. And you guys are proof positive because you guys go a lot. Absolutely. And just, you know, if you can't ride all the rides, it's okay. Mm -hmm. You can always plan another trip. It's not worth overwhelming the child just because you want to ride all the rides. Exactly. Take your time. Enjoy the, the enjoy the vacation as it comes to you, pretty much. Let it come to you. Take in memories. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's. I think a lot of people immediately just kind of think of it as a land of rides you know and it, it is so much more than that and so it much is. more that you can design for unique trips every single time you go mm -hmm. you know you, you can do what works and i think another one even though you know i don't have any kids with disabilities that i'm taking on trips is i would feel anyway listening to you sam and knowing other people that do and at one point we did have enough you that did it is being okay with things not working, but you just got to keep trying and try different angles. And I mean, like you said, things that work don't necessarily mean they're going to work later. It's, it's mm -hmm. an ever going changing way to know your kid more and more and more. I mean, it's just, it's so different and such a, I get it, it's a challenge, but I think some people must get so frustrated and, and def that defeat feeling like you don't know what to do, right? Yeah, absolutely. Especially if spending all this money, they're going for the weekend and then not being able to do the things that they want to do or having a bunch of meltdowns. Yeah. It becomes discouraging. They don't want to go the next time or it's stressful. It's overall it's the over planning and the preparation just to go is so overwhelming for the parents that I feel like it's, it's a lot. 
It's yeah, a lot. Yeah. And then when they get there, if the, if the child's not happy or they forgot something, it's just overall, it can be very overwhelming, but it's just a matter of just taking it in and a lot of trial and errors and seeing what works for your, for you and your child, because ultimately the whole point of going to Disney is creating memories and having a good time. Even if that means you don't ride the rides that you wanted to ride or go to the restaurants or watch the shows, just kind of see how the, the day goes, be flexible and see how the day goes. Yeah. yeah technology is definitely such a game changer where like in your case especially you were able to show Aiden so many videos so many times and get him familiar with every aspect of the park that you wanted there's always a video out there of everything so think about that not existing you know 10 yeah. years ago 20 years ago so even going to the wait times being able to go on your phone and seeing the wait times yeah. and showing him like okay look this has 15 minutes or this has an hour that's that's a that's, that's a huge game changer I think do you yeah. think back then when you were coming up with these different ways to occupy him when he you know would get frustrated or lose patience do you think things like the in queue games that they're coming up with now do you think those would have if they existed back then that would have been something you would have been using absolutely definitely i think anything helps to me it was i wanted to make him as comfortable as possible yeah i knew that everything around him was very overwhelming which is why i would bring yeah i could have bought him toys at disney but for me bringing the little bags of goodies from home kind of made him feel safe and feel like yeah you know? yeah familiar yeah absolutely yeah well thank you so much for uh really bringing like your personal touch to you know like we're, we're on here every week all of us and stuff and i feel like this was the most personal for you guys especially you know um yeah, absolutely so i i want to thank you guys for really kind of you know bringing your your personal experiences to the show and and maybe helping some people that might feel like it's something out of their reach or overwhelming that no it can be done it takes a lot of, you know, a little work and a lot of patience, but it can be done. And the rewards are are plentiful with it. The, the memories you, you bring back now at this point from these trips are really, that's the gold really, right? From Disney, it's, it's the memories. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, so I, I, I just want to say thank you so much for, for letting us peek inside you know, you know, your personal trips and stuff and, and some personal planning and stuff. I appreciate it. I do. No, thank you. You know, I hope that this can shed some light to some parents. Hopefully. And I think it will. I think it, yeah, I, hopefully it will. it'll help. If I think this was a really nice batch of tips and experiences that I can see definitely applying to many, many people. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Hopefully it helps somebody, you know, maybe some of the stuff that someone, you know, hasn't thought about or something, you know, definitely. one person is enough, yeah. right? Like they say. So is there any, um, you know, it's, it's Autism Awareness Month. Is there any, any organizations that if people want more information or they want to donate? So at the moment, we decided this year we're doing 20% of our sales. We're donating to Step Up for Students. So Step Up for Students allows you to personalize your child's education. So for example, if your child, if you want your child to go to a charter school or a private school, even a public school where you need a therapist to go with them, all of that cost. So this is something that they will help pay for. It includes the supplies, the, you know, the school and also the uniform. So they, they help you pay for the stuff. Also, they do help pay for therapy, tutoring, and like I said, materials. So this organization, I feel like it's great. We ha we actually use this organization, especially when Aiden was little and he was going to so many different types of therapy. They would help pay for this. So I love this, this organization and the funds actually go to the parents. You know, there's a lot of organizations and I'm not going to mention one of them that only one to 4% actually goes to families. This goes to the families. 
especially for, to help them pay for what they really need, which is school and therapy. So Step Up for Students is one. We do have a great school that is in Miami called Great Heights Academy. It's K through 12. It's for special needs school. And they give free soccer lessons to the students. And they do cool. writing and they the school is amazing. And when I say they give free soccer lessons, I mean, they give you the uniform, the ball, the socks. <laughs> they give oh. you. Like, it's great. You know, Aiden goes every Wednesday. He gets a little buddy and the buddy, you know, he's a high school student and he kind of teaches him like how to play soccer and to do, you know, what to do and where to stand. So it's pretty cool. Very cool. If you uh, you want to participate a little bit, you want to uh, donate to a great charity, you just start here. How, what's the, um? What, say it one more time. It's stepupforstudents.org. And like I said, there's so many organizations, whichever organization try to do some research because you want to know where the money is going. Exactly. You know, we've done past charities and we didn't do our homework. And when we did, we realized, okay, you know, 1% to 4% is going to families. I wanted to impact someone. So, you know, when, whenever Joey does his next, you know, battle of the badges, you know, even donating to Aiden's therapy school, that it would go directly to these families. I wanted to find something that impacted somebody. And mm -hmm. Step Up for Students is great. I can't tell you how many, I mean, they pay for OT, you know, ABA, speech, everything. And even like CBT, like stuff like that, that some parents are like, man, I can't continue service because this is expensive. You know, if you have insurance, which is a real, which is, which is a real shame. Though. We're talking about children at that point, co-pays need to, I mean, that's something, one of those things that you can't have people price out of this. Yeah, it's it's too important. It's not even terrible. It's unfathomable that it, it's actually what it is. Do you know what I'm yep. saying? It's unfathomable that this is actually how it is. So this year we're doing stuff for students and every year we'll continue to do research on other organizations. I do want to do different organizations. Um, There's another one called Miami is Kind and it's a bakery that um that employs, you know, kids with uh, adults with with autism. So that that was pretty cool, too. Very good. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, there's a I believe there's a there's a car wash here. Yeah, there's also does, a car wash. I think it's in Broward. There's a there's a car wash here that they only employ people on the spectrum. Really? Yeah. So very cool. We were doing step up, but next year, you know, I do want to try different organizations, but we decided to start with step up because it is something that we use and we love, and we know that the money goes directly to the parents. So we decided to do that this year. We'll be, like I said, doing twenty percent of our whole sales for the month of April. We'll be donating to step up for students. Very cool. All right, guys. Well, listen, it's uh, it's, a, it's about time to wrap it up. But again, thank you so much for bringing your personal experiences to the show. I think it's really important. I think this episode might be one of the more important episodes that we've done. So uh, hopefully people got some some good uh, information out of it. Before we get out of here, let's let's do some thank yous. We want to thank our sponsor, Magical Travel by Brian. Contact Brian again for your next Disney vacation or vacations in general. He they uh, they can help you book your universal vacations, all inclusive Caribbean resorts, cruises, corporate travel, destination weddings. So make sure you check him out, and you can reach them at uh, Brian at MagicalTravel.com and by phone one 1535 extension fifty five, and on their website www www.magicaltravelbybrian.com. So make sure you check them out. We want to thank them for uh, for being our sponsor. And uh, let's also thank Joey from It's Joey's World, the YouTube sensation. It was really great getting to know him a bit and uh, really enjoyed getting to uh, kind of talk about some sports and some, some Disney. And with that, let's say adios to the crew from uh, sunny Miami, Joey and Sam. It's nice guys. having you. Bye, guys.
a lot of fun. Hopefully, uh, everybody took something away from this. Definitely, definitely. It's, yeah. If this, if there was an episode that we did to, for someone to take something away from it, this was the one. So I'm hoping. And actually, we- if anyone you know listening to this episode, if you listen through, if you did hear the whole interview with uh, Joy from Joy's World, his sister gave a lot of good tips as well, and yes. even him of how he copes with his stuff. So, and you'll see, his is even different. Uh, some of it's different than even how we do it. So yes, yes, and like you said, every because everybody's different. Like again, we're not robots. We all have different ways that we we cope and deal with things. You know, and it would only be the same in in every way. So so thanks again, guys. Absolutely. And uh, to the one half of the besters of the Midwesterners. So unfortunately, we can't have Stephanie here laughing before she gives our our Instagram. But we're at Rock and Roll DW. That's R O C K N R O L L D W. And uh, I I'm not gonna miss you, Gene. <laughs> wow, that's that cuts but, deep. Dan. But Sam and Joey and everybody out there have a rip roaring day. <laughs> yeah. My so no, I can't have the rip roaring day. Like I'm out. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Uh, listen, since we always forget, do you want to you want to tell everybody where they can find us? Yes, you can find us on Instagram, JSA Creations, and it's JSA C R three D T I O N N S. Also on Etsy. Also same on name. Etsy, same name, and on Pinterest. So check them out. They have the best ears in the business, and they make all your ears come true. There you go. Yes. There we go. Yes. So guys, have a great today, and even better tomorrow. We'll see you next time. <laughs>